This is Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. And this is Jacob Brass with Longleaf Fertilia, and you are listening to the Herpeticulture Podcast, which is part of the Herpeticulture Network. Enjoy. This is strawberry. This is strawberry banana. Okay, I'm because I'm classy. Because I'm classy. Even more questions. Fruity as fuck. (laughs) Fruity as fuck, boy. Fruity as fuck, boy. (laughs) Damn, tastes like straight banana. I'm smoking the original, the original vape cigar. I chew my tobacco. There you go. Man, I could never dip. I'd smoke cigarettes before I started dipping. Dude, I dipped. I actually dipped for a, like a long time. Like, I, I mean, I say a long time. I dipped for quite a while because I quit smoking cigarettes. I started dipping. That was, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great. Uh, and it was a big thing in college. But, man, I got, oh, to a, I got to a point where I was like peeling skin out of the inside <laughs> of my mouth. And I was like, nope, I'm done. Can't I'm do like, that no more. I'm yeah. not doing this. Going back no. to cigarettes. <laughs> so... <laughs> This yeah, this episode around. is cursed, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's ash all over myself. Oh, the internet golly. is good lord. This is episode 167 of the Herpet yeah, Culture Shit Show. <laughs> good God. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, we're 15 minutes behind schedule, but that's all right. Thanks to me. It's Thanks it's my technical you. difficulties. For whatever reason, there was a clog in the internet, and I just had to unplug my modem and plug it back in. And sorry, it buddy, it's, it's fixed, so. man. It happens. I have to do it frequently. So, and like I changed, I switched the modem over, and it didn't even cut off. Like what Ellie I'm was just, watching. I'm and what glad Katie that was it's doing. not me this time. I'm honestly impressed. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Uh, so, uh, yes, episode 167 of the Herpeticulture Podcast, uh, brought to you by blackboxcages.com. Check them out, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you need a BioG. If you got some rhino rats or any other cool, like, Ophriacus, maybe, if you're one Derek Dykstra. Uh, BioGs are awesome. I love them. Love their racks. Love their other cages that I have. XT3. Is, is a fantastic cage. I need to get the Aggies hooked up into something soon because that female's growing quick. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah. And then Steve Snakeshore and his Venom Hot Sauce. Uh, you can put some in a squirt gun and take it with you when you go hiking and you can blind the bear <laughs> comes at you. Perfect. Instead of the bear spray, just take some of that anti-venom sauce and say, this is from Steve. And hose him down. <laughs> hose him. Hose him. <laughs> Bear spray. This, more this like is for the snake sanctuary. Steve sends his regards <laughs> <laughs> all the way from the parish. <laughs> yeah, Venom Hot Sauce. Check it out if you're buying the Venom Hot Sauce. You are helping Steve with his public outreach, public education, which I guess are technically the same thing. I don't know. I'm not a public educator. I don't know. I think outreach, outreach is more like getting out there, like, hey, this is what I do. Then public education is being this like, is true. you know, this is, true. This is yeah. like an actual educational, you know, experience, you know, which he does do both of very, very well. So he does. So he's got, uh, you know, he's got animals he's got to take care of because he's rescuing things, relocating. Uh, he's got his own collection of educational animals. So if you buy his hot sauce, you're helping him 
uh, support all of that. And he's just a he's just a good guy. And I, just, yep. I was actually talking to him the other day. We need to figure out when we can have him on again because it's been a minute. So, yep. Oh yeah, Mr. Smiley. Who? Mr. Smiley. He's always that? smiling. That's oh, Steve, yeah. man. He's always smiling. He's always happy. Oh. Always in a good mood. Oh. I got a. I'm moving you and Derek. Oh, switch spots. Yeah, Derek, I'm on top now. How's it feel? Whoa, <laughs> the usual. The usual. <laughs> the usual. Yeah. He's in Florida. He's used to being taken below everybody else. <laughs> Good old FWC doing their thing. Oh, boy. What uh, a meeting yeah. that was. Yes. Well, so uh, we're. We're joined by, if you're not watching this and you're listening to it, we're joined by Pia Bartolini and Mr. Derek Dykstra, which Derek, we just had on not that long ago. Uh, he's he's on the verge of just becoming like the sixth member of the THN crew at this round. Dude, I'm, I'm not, it. I'm not against it. it. I'm not <laughs> against it, man. Dude, honestly, Derek, you're one of my favorite people in the fucking army, man. Uh, I love you. You're buddy. awesome. Y'all are my only friends. So. <laughs> we'll call it. We'll call it the Florida fuckery podcast. Yeah, <laughs> boy. He can keep us updated with all the, the, the Florida man podcast. That's right. <laughs> love it. We oh, just have God. him and Cody just talk, just ranting about Florida. Oh God! Every episode, I'd I'd listen Imagine. to it. Every episode would be four hours long. It should be a monthly podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that first episode we did with Cody yeah. and Pia is still the longest episode we've ever had. Yeah, and nothing has even come close to it. Actually, I had to leave that episode early because i had to go i was actually leaving for florida like the next morning and we were touching like three and a half hours on the episode and it was like midnight it was like midnight i was like dude i gotta go i gotta be up at like no. four in the morning i haven't even gotten up to go to the bathroom i've already pissed myself like three times <laughs> i'm not even stopping committed the show goes on oh god sorry pia <laughs> No, I hey, I I married him, so I know exactly what I got myself into. We would easily have like six hour phone calls every night when we first started dating. And it was oh, you know, he would talk about everything and I'd sit there and listen and then I'd yep. fall asleep and he'd still be talking and no, yeah. you'd wake up, yeah, yeah, when wake you wake up, up and he's up still going. Morning, he's still talking. <laughs> like eight o'clock in the morning, he's still talking. No. Yeah. No, but he's God yeah, he's a good guy. He, he just is very he's very entertaining very entertaining for, for sure yeah he's just but, he's just yeah. passionate he is for both man. that guy his yeah. brain is a levy and yeah. when it breaks the, the flood of thoughts and the stream of consciousness it's more like a river uh mm -hmm. just comes, comes yeah flowing yeah his passion just, flows, just oozes out i feel like yeah. if you put him in solitary he's confinement he'd probably just combust <laughs> <laughs> We joke oh, there's, there's uh, three P's of Cody. He's either uh, pumped, passionate, or pissed off. <laughs> yeah. It's like a yeah. Pokemon he evolves. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you only get one of those three emotions. So. Yeah, there's no in between. Nope. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like the passion can be like the, the intermediary between the other two as it kind of morphs. It does seem to pick up some of that and yeah it carries I like over passion. Yeah. i feel like passion yeah. is a part of the other two you know <laughs> either very heated yeah. passion or it's very pumped passion yeah 
Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're here to talk about some uh, updates with RPI because it has <clears> been a minute. We got the Reptile Preservation Party coming up before Daytona. So I figured we'd get into that, uh, get an update on like fish head and what's yeah. been going on there. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff. So first of all, I yeah. was at work, so I did not catch the uh, FWC meeting in a nutshell. What was the sort of a... How did that go for Floridians? Uh, yeah, so um, I was fortunate enough where I was able to stream most of it while I was at work. Um, and I try to stay up to date with that kind of stuff. Like outside of captive wildlife, I want to know the redfish changes too. But um, as far as changes to captive wildlife from the most recent meeting goes, um, to sum it up, the only changes for venomous keepers in the state of Florida is we now have to keep record of all of our neighbors names and addresses so our investigator can reach out to and contact them if they need to in the case of like an escape or an emergency which is weird but it's a lot better than the original yeah because uh, the original <laughs> was we like as a license holder i have to go to every neighbor and be like hi my name's derek i keep all these venomous snakes by the and way I got bodies I in my basement yeah by the way yeah. can i also have your phone number and email address like that's originally, no way and that's a lock what of they your were, hair for my collection yeah that's what they were requiring with the first like revision of that uh rule change um so thankfully it's not that anymore they just require us to have publicly accessible information so you, you know what's messed up about that though is Dude, like freaking pedos world. don't even have to do that right <laughs> Yeah, registered sex offenders say, don't even have to go to their neighbor and be like, "Hey, like... I'm on the registry." You know, just letting you know. Can I have your name and phone number? Mm -hmm. Can I babysit? Yeah, it, that was yeah. potentially going to be really bad because a lot Same. of people voiced the concern of, "Great, now my neighbor knows what I have. What if they try to burn my fucking house down?" Yeah, exactly. Because there's some dude. Honestly, like there's some people that will take that. Like I don't like to yeah. tell my neighbors that I have no. snakes because some people will take it to the point of like, "Oh, there's some devil worshiper," you know? Like, yep. yeah, burn them down, you know? Like, yep. no, no, exactly. I don't want to tell well, my neighbors I keep a bunch of serpents. If you have neighbors that house, just don't have a life. And they live mm -hmm. to just police whatever's going on on their block because that's yep. their kingdom. Like that's even worse. Like that's our buddy, yeah. uh, our buddy Will Jordan who lives here who's doing boa stuff. Like he's mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. he's been at odds with his HOA. Like legally, he's been Ooh, in boy. legal legal issues with his HOA for the last like two years. And mm. they like he's not even doing anything outlandish. Like all this stuff is inside in his garage. Yeah, and all but he has is boas. Like that's but he's got the HOA he's. like trying to. Uh, like they're basically suing him, saying that he's running a business illegally out of his house, which isn't true. Wow! Like it's yeah, it's it's a one of the main like a prime example of why I will never live in an area with an HOA. Mm -hmm. I don't care how nice it is; it could be nope. a freaking castle. If there's an HOA, I'm not living in it. No way. Like no, I'm not, no and for for that very reason, because he's lived there for a while now. It wasn't until someone, I guess some people drove by and he was cleaning tubs or something <laughs> you know they saw it and then animal control got called like jesus it's dude it's been i feel so bad for Jeez. him it's been yeah that's nothing after man. the other and he literally lives like right around the corner from me in a neighborhood like a subdivision so god that's the crazy worst. so Jeez. yeah so yeah neighbors can be bad that's why uh 
we, we don't want them to know what we have. So I, I'm, I'm thankful that that was at least revised and I don't have to go knocking on people's doors and then now concerned for the safety of my family and my animals. So, but even still, don't you have to like, if you don't happen to just, you know, be friendly with them and have their contact, don't you have to like get their phone number and all that shit? Not anymore. So with the original uh, rule, like the way it was worded originally, yes. But with the revisions that were made, now the only information I need to have are the names of all my neighbors and their addresses. What's what's considered to be public information. So I gotcha. someone's phone number isn't necessarily public information. Okay. Well, that's, so, yeah, that's good at least. Yeah, yeah. so that's a lot better. Um, now, as far as like the big <clears throat> changes that everyone's kind of going back and forth over is the requirements for injuries and escapes. Um, as a venomous license holder, we have to, we've always had to notify when there's an escape. Um, but now for class two and class three holders, which class three is like people who have foxes or skunks or raccoons or possums, things like that. They bunch now, of weirdos. Yeah. Right. Mammal people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're over here with like 60 snakes. Like, yeah. yeah. Those fucking weirdos. As a possum. My God. Yeah. I, I do want a possum. Oh, dude, I love possums. Katie won't let me get one. I, I, I think you raccoons. have to have a USDA license, actually, or some sort of weird... I have no clue, man. I know we had raccoons when I was young that we probably were not legally allowed to have, and they were assholes, man. Fucking assholes. But um, as far as regulation changes go for Class 2 and Class 3 permit holders, if an animal escapes and can't be recaptured within 12 hours, got to notify FWC about that. Uh, so that's mm. new. At least they uh, give you a 12-hour head start. Yep. <laughs> Don't uh, stop looking for that 12 hours. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. You got to keep rolling. No sleep. Yeah. Put uh, your shims okay. and door sweeps. <laughs> got, got, got to. Got to. Um, and then as far as injuries go, that's that seems to be the big one that everyone's kind of arguing about. Um, so the revisions that were made and the regulation that was just passed is now – uh, for class two and class three animals, if there is a uh, medically significant injury that could result in death to a permit holder or employee of said f- permitted facility, uh, that has to be notified to FWC. But for anyone else, like general public, if they are injured whatsoever, whether it be just a scratch that needs some stitches or something more severe, that has to be notified to FWC as well. And the way they're spinning that is that they are trying to collect data on injuries for all permit holders throughout the year. And the more scary thing is that volunteers are considered by FWC to be the general public. So if someone's trying to get their big cat hours and they get a scratch, that has to be reported. So So basically it's a measuring stick to see how much of a serious threat Yes, the, that the whole exotic sort of animal mm-hmm. industry is to to general public. Yeah. So in a nutshell, those are the new changes uh, The the chairman of the board, the commission for FWC also said some other things that were very concerning for captive wildlife and license holders. Um, he came out and said that they don't want another python in the other Everglades. They don't want another incident similar to that. And. Uh, We have a technical advisory group, which is stakeholders, permit holders working with a group of people from FWC. And I guess it's not making enough leeway. So the chairman said if the needle doesn't start moving forward, that the agency will just kind of start making decisions on their own. So things are going to get real interesting. So bizarre. 
So no it's more weird, like yeah. no more banned species or anything like that. Not at this time. Not at this time. time. That's at least there's so, that, you know. We have, yeah, how was yeah. the uh, we have a lot of people in Florida and they were all kinda everybody was kind of freaking out, you know, what yeah. they were gonna do. And so Oh, I mean it seems like Florida sort of sets a precedent for a lot of other other yep. states where people Without are like they're kind of the they're kind of the, the poster child for legislation and stuff like that of like mm -hmm. well if it can happen in florida it could certainly happen in wyoming yeah, and see you know, but like just... and that's so annoying because florida florida is a state unlike any other any other state in the country mm -hmm. like there are things especially the everglades just the everglades by itself is unlike any other place in this country you know like there are things that, yeah, they will survive there year round just in the Everglades, you know, like you can't, you can't just compare. just perfect storm. Yeah. You know, you, know, you mm -hmm. can't compare that section of the U.S. to everywhere else, you know. Like, it just it, so happens to work for every other <laughs> equatorial species in terms of yeah, habitat and, crazy. and <laughs> things yeah, like that. It's crazy. like it's not, it, it just is, it is the way it is. Like, yeah. you know, who's to say that even if they had curbed all this stuff, you know, 30 or 40 years ago that it wouldn't have had the same outcome you know right but who knows i don't know but and then like so there, there's been no new bans or prohibited or whitelist species or anything like that there was a list going around on facebook of animals that were being looked into yeah so, of, th of things they were worried about becoming invasive and i don't yeah. know i don't know who was in charge of doing that i don't know if y'all saw it but mangshan vipers was on that list that's something that they were worried about which, I don't um, see, I, yeah, and I saw a lot of that stuff. Aren't those a like, very cold weather? Montane yes. species? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> yep. Jesus yep. Christ, man. It's it's scary times down here in the old Sunshine just, State. Yeah. It's just goofy, but I mean, how was the turnout from, from the, the hobby, at least? It wasn't so bad. It wasn't as big as prior meetings this year. Um, I want to say we had, as far as speakers go, um, I want to say we had all, almost nine people get up and just kind of give their or say their part on the, the mm -hmm. regulations um there were a couple people that were like you know what this makes sense i i agree with these changes and then the rest of them were like no this is an overreach you're you know this is affecting our rights this you shouldn't be doing this and ultimately they did pass it anyways so um, it was uh, mm -hmm. they had representatives from us arc florida there to give their piece as well um, it was it was interesting to watch, but they ultimately did pass the new regulation changes, so that goes into effect very soon. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess the damage was at least minimal. You know, exactly. Like, yeah. And like, say, it sucks that they're still doing stuff, but you know, it could have been. A lot yeah. Worse. Exactly. And this may be my hot take on it, but the way I look at it is, you know, if as an industry, our representatives are like fighting tooth and nail nitty gritty like we don't want to budge an inch if that's the route they decide to go it's i just i don't think it's going to work out we have to come to some sort of compromise and i i see the concerns that a lot of people have with the new regulations but i'm going to take it as a small victory because it could have been so much worse yeah you know? i think yeah um, and the compromise really... thing it just i think it it that scares people to a degree like i know phil and oh I'm yeah about this on snakes and stogies a lot like i get it you know it's it's that that lack of trust that, okay, yep. I'm going to compromise and you're going to hold you up your end of the deal and we'll hold up our end of the deal, but you don't, like, there's a very high chance that they will. Yes. Yeah. And then Big Brother's like, ah, I was kidding. I'm like, okay, we got <laughs> that. Just cool. Kidding. Let's go for five more. Like, they keep moving yeah. the goalpost kind of thing. And, like, mm -hmm. I totally understand, but I'm also sort of like, venomous stuff in particular. 
you know it's like yeah. i i have no real qualms with the permit system like i have no real qualms with people having to work to be able to get to yeah. the point where they can keep those things in a in a reasonable professional manner you yeah. know i don't think that's that out of the question i agree uh but i also that, so I, I see it from the other side too of like i should be able to do what i want like this is america yep. this is what we're founded on like i understand that too but Seeing what I see online with venomous stuff, it's like clearly oh, dude, yeah. we can't handle. <laughs> but yeah. we we can't like the self governing part of it. It, it doesn't it work. It doesn't no, work. it doesn't work, and it sucks. And I hate to say that, but you know, if if we as an industry can't govern ourselves and you know try to stay as professional as possible, then unfortunately there's going to be a, a separate governing body that comes in and makes rules for us and. Mm -hmm. uh, we just kind of do it do it to that's, ourselves that's yeah that's what my sort of policy was with all the south carolina stuff that was happening it was like yeah yeah let's at least get a group that can that like talks to these politicians and stuff on a regular basis like let's have some sort of like official unofficial committee or something that basically yep. when they want to pass these laws they go to this group that's sort of like verified as like legit people in the hobby that aren't just yep. cowboys and you know basically like this is what we're looking to do and then having that committee say okay well here's what's actually going on here's the facts of what it's actually like not what someone's been telling you yep on the side uh and then like if that way if if rules have to be made at least we're the ones in charge of deciding like making those rules exactly if that makes any sense exactly like, that's far better than and i mean still we're still talking about that trust thing where it's like at any right point, like yeah right. we, we don't care sorry like yeah and that's like the input but we it just doesn't we don't care yeah, and that's like they formed that technical advisory group here in Florida where it's representatives of, you know, captive wildlife permit holders and FWC officials. But like, how how do you be a part of the tag? Who, how do they decide who? Like, what if what if I want to be on right, that tag? Right, right. You know, how do I figure that out, you know? Well, then there's so, the, the hurdle of biases on both sides. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's, there's, there's really no middle party that, that, no. Sort of, I mean, unless sort of individuals like yourself kind of, you know, do count because you do have a, you know, you are a venomous professional because you, you're not a moron with, with a gaboon. Yeah. Um, but you're also like, you're interested in the FWC stuff. Yeah. And, I, I don't hate the agency like most right. other people do. So it's like you do, like you're in a position to sort of see both sides. And that's, that's a position that 99.9% .9 of people in Florida yeah. are not going to have that perspective, you know? Yeah. So, it's, it's, it's frustrating. It's at, this, at this point, I'm just trying to stay out of trouble, keep my head down, do my own thing. And yeah. at this point, I'm just hoping for the best, man. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. And that's, all, like, and that's all you can do, man. Cause like and at the end of the day, like, yeah, a lot, all this stuff like upsets everybody. But at the of end course, of the day, that, yeah. that's all you can do is just keep doing your thing and, yep. you know, stay legal and just roll exactly. with the punches, man. Do it like, the right way and, and hope, you know, the government doesn't say, you know, yeah, you're doing everything the right way, but, you know, we still don't care. So exactly. hopefully it doesn't but, come to that point. Right. You know, but it's always, there's always that, you know, the more people that say, fuck it, I'm not going to do it the right way. Like the more yep. people that get to that point, the easier it's going to get for them to be like, you know, rip it away, you know, completely. Yep. No doubt. <clears throat> so, you know, all, all anybody can do is just, you know, hope that, you know, things don't get worse and just keep doing what we love, you know? Absolutely. That's, that's what I'm doing with like, you know, this whole South Carolina thing, you know, like I still keep a lot of South Carolina native stuff and, you know, yeah. it's just kind of, it's just kind of at the point to where it's like, you know, if I, I don't 
breed this stuff to make money anyway. So exactly. If, like, if I, yeah. If I breed South Carolina stuff, like if I can get rid of it before it's 20 inches, awesome. If I don't, then it, it just parks. Like, yep. Even then, like, like those laws they put in place were aimed at the right people they were meant for, which is the people that were smuggling stuff and going yeah. out and catching yes. as many animals yes. as possible and selling them. Like they're not yep. saying you can't sell corn snakes. They're just saying you can't go catch every adult you see and flip it on a table. Exactly. Like exactly. I have no issues. Like the, the laws no. to yeah, me I really make sense. It's like I get it. Like you're protecting native wildlife, especially turtles, because turtles were the problem, you know? Oh god. Yeah, South Carolina in, in particular. Why they went ahead and lumped in like every other species of, of reptile, regardless of how common it is, just right. seemed kind of goofy. But I, I feel like it was probably like, a well, we're not going to go through each species and decide what what gets what. Like, we're not going right. to cherry pick this. Let's just blanket everything. Blanket it. Yep. Make it easy. And, you know, the laws don't it doesn't doesn't really bother me that much because no, like, really I don't like collecting adults anyways. We've talked about that a lot, but mm -hmm. I can yep. still sell stuff. I can still sell morphs. Exactly. You know, it's it, I, I get it. Like. I'm not and opposed that, to it. It seems yeah. much more common sense than f like Georgia, where it's flat out like, yeah, you, if you if you see a corn snake, you're not owning it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. and that, yeah, and that's what it's like. Because like for me, it's like yo, know, if we decide we're gonna sell stuff, it's probably gonna be before it's twenty inches long, exactly. anyways. You know, exactly. so it's like all the people that are complaining about it, it's like. I okay, don't see so you can't about it, you can't get annoyed with your old breeder and just sell it whenever you want. Like, right. okay, give it to somebody local. Exactly, then. give, like, give it, it to a kid who wants their first yeah, snake. You know? like you can just give it to somebody within the state, man. Like it's yeah. not that big of a deal. Like, you know, I'm sorry, but like for me, it's a it's you know a sixty to one hundred dollar corn snake. Exactly. Like, you're really gonna cry about that? Like, I, I my know. ladies' islands are five hundred. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out, yeah. That's a locality. locality. God damn, dude. One of the pits just smacked my smacked the tub. It's probably that angry one. Probably, dude. They all just ate the other day, man. They're crazy. I like that hat. Yeah, man. It's the, it's the new Longleaf Reptilia hat. Everybody. Nice. I like yeah. it. I like it. I dig it a lot. Dig it a lot. It's funny. I realized the other day, like, so I got, I had shirts made, which, you know, I'm, I'm bringing a round of freebies to some people in Daytona. And then I'm going nice. to be doing, a, I'm going to be doing another round. And, um, which Derek, you'll be on the list for the next round. Hell yeah. For, for, <laughs> you'll, you'll get it. You'll get a freebie because you're my boy. Um, but it's funny. I realized. Yeah, can go to so, hell. So my shirts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. PF, fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. He sits there silently um, in the corner, just yeah. probably. A tear rolling down her cheek. You don't get a shirt. You'll get a shirt too, Pia. Messed I got. I gotta get, get get you and Cody some. You and Cody some shirts. But yeah, no, it's funny. I realized so my shirts are like they're sand in color, so they're like kind of a oh, tan. Cool. And then like these hats are like the same style that the DNR here uses, and so it's like the nice. same color and hat. And I'm nice. like, this is very DNR esque, but it kind of <laughs> works with like the long leaf. It thing, does. So. You know, I'm not not too mad about it. You know, that's I like cool. It. Man. Matches, so yeah. Coordinate. So yeah, this oh, is look, the this see, is the only hat. I made. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you upset her. Yeah, and there's also there's a huge lag between us and Pia. By the there, way, I, there, there I noticed there. that earlier. There's like, I mean, like it's like five five to seven seconds. Yeah, their internet's spotty. Y'all know that. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. Look, she said, but, just playing. I'm back. 
You there, PA? I just wanted Jake to feel bad. <laughs> Drinking from his wood cup like a pilgrim. Listen, man, my dad, my father oh, nice, made sir. this. My father made this with his bare hands. That is cool. that is that is craftsmanship. That is beauty at its Artists finest. Indeed. My okay. dad built this house with his hand with his bare hands. My dad actually did build Your this house with his hands. So you can Winchesterton Fieldville, Iowa. Put it up yours, buddy boy. <sighs> Pia, do you are you Pia, are you there? Can you hear? Are you here? Is are you here? Can you hear? Milwaukee. I am. I am here. Um, but it literally sounds super choppy on my end, and I I literally probably spoke too soon that I didn't have internet issues. Oh, no. but, uh, <laughs> so I restarted a couple times. I. I feel like I have good service, but I'm outside now instead of in the Montana room. Oh God! That help anything? But oh, that's that's so. terrible. You go from cold, but nice Derek, and cold in the Montana room to Derek, the, the humidity of Florida. Our person. The liaison. <laughs> <laughs> the liaison. The what? The liaison. Lee who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Derek is our our curator curator of education. Makes me sound yeah. official. Curating and molding minds. On all the RPI. Minds. Huh? Except for nice. the people that you went to go yeah. get that oh, rattlesnake. Dude. Oh. Dude, I'd be uh, I'd be I'd be I'd be pretty pretty yeah. heated. Yeah, so for uh, anyone listening who doesn't know, because I only have like two followers on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> I got a I got a phone call or actually it was a Facebook message. Both of them are right here. It's me and Jake. That's it. My biggest fans. <laughs> yeah, goddamn right. <laughs> um, I got a Facebook message from this lady in town and it was like, uh, we just saw the biggest rattlesnake I've ever seen on my property and it tried to bite my son. Can you come catch it? And I was like, fuck yeah, I can. Fuck yeah, I can. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, yeah, I'm actually, I just got back in town from work. I will be right there. What's your address? So I'm pretty pumped. Get to see. Well, I'm always curious to see if it's actually a rattlesnake when I show up. Right, so yeah. I, I like that excitement of, okay, what is this actually going to be? Because all you got, all you guys have down there is Eastern diamondbacks and pygmies, right? Where I'm at. Yes. If you go a county over, there are cane breaks, but oh, okay. Uh, not where that I'm county at. line is that's yeah. they draw the yeah line. exactly they're like that no way man mind, dude. honestly when billy told me that y'all don't get cane breaks i was like what yep like what do you mean you don't get cane breaks because that's all we get like that's, that's all we see is cane breaks insane. there's a there's a wish. threshold two miles away that they just refuse to cross dude yeah. dude yeah. do you ever you ever want to find some cane breaks come come see me dude like, you don't ever show me cane breaks when you never come with me you never, <laughs> you never come with me, me when you that's, go that's not my fault yeah because oh, no. you used to work all the time and it's too hot right now so. trouble in paradise Yes, there's been trouble in paradise. He doesn't go herping with give me, me. Give me the shirts back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways, anyways. Oh, okay, anyways. Like, so, yeah, I, I'm excited to get to go see a snake, and I, I enjoy the interactions I have with the public usually during these things because, like, they reach out to me. Obviously, they care a little bit, so that's usually. enough to work with. Usually. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I get there, and there's the woman and her oldest son, and they're standing, like, on – the better their truck pretty much and i'm like okay i, I asked you to keep an eye on the snake where is it yeah. and they point over in a general direction where there's some thick like blackberry bushes and 
a gopher tortoise burrow and the son proceeds to tell me that he shot it the shot the snake four times and it went back down into the gopher tortoise burrow no man so i i i put on my pr face and i'm very polite and very kind and i'm tuck like, his uh, inner cody away and, and, and <laughs> yep. lock him up yep i i reserve that part for a little later um he, so, put, he put one of the peas oh away <laughs> exactly <laughs> so um i just uh, i use this opportunity to tell them that they're you know there's no need to shoot the snake especially if i'm on the way to come get it because i i definitely know what i'm doing uh they assumed i would be able to get it out of the gopher tortoise burrow so when i informed them that that burrow could go like 40 feet that direction and yeah. 60 feet down yeah i'm not getting that snake out of the burrow they yeah. didn't realize Unless that you have a doorway to narnia yeah. exactly <laughs> so, so you didn't bring a shovel bro <laughs> what kind so of like, snake catcher are you i do my due diligence i'm down there with like my phone light putting my head in the mouth of the burrow like praying yeah. it's sitting right there for yeah. me. pissed off raccoon comes out and like, yeah right and then i'm like looking for <laughs> so i'm like let me be as polite but as passive aggressive as I can about this. Yeah. Stern, stern but fair. So I inform them that the snake is probably slowly going to die in that hole because oh. they shot it. Um, well, wait, did he actually hit it? Like, I he doubt it? it. He says he did. When he says I shot it okay. four times, I think he shot at it four times. I doubt he actually hit it because it was a little Smith & Wesson handgun. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I was yeah, ask, yeah. If it was like a 410, he may have no, some yeah, that would be, in yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. But if it so, was a little handgun, then yeah, he probably yeah. missed it. More. I so, would still expect a decent sized Asian Diamondback to survive some bird shot. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. I told him that if it does happen to pop back up, to call me and keep an eye on it, and yeah. I will be there to catch it. I mean, I got there in like 15 minutes. I was like, look, y'all, I can be here fast. Just yeah. leave it alone. And just it leave it alone. Keep track of it. So, I mean, it it was frustrating because I, I, you know, I hope none of the bullets actually hit the snake and that it escapes down into the burrow. Um, it was a good educational moment. Uh, but gosh, man. I, I mean, did they seem receptive to it? They did. They were super pumped. They like, <laughs> it's kind of. It's, Maybe it's we funny. didn't kill it. This is awesome. Yeah, no, they 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 were nice folks. Um, and it's funny, I've I've gotten a reputation. I live in a really small town. There's like the population's like fourteen hundred. And um in our local word of mouth Facebook group at this point, I'm pretty sure everyone knows me as the snake guy because I go nice. and I, I do relocations and I'll post videos in the word of mouth group. Um so I got I get a lot of recommendations for that kind of stuff. So afterwards, like this lady went on there talking about how fantastic i was and how kind and i did all this education so it, they were very receptive to it which makes me feel good at least it wasn't a total loss um so hopefully moving forward they don't shoot any mm -hmm. more snakes yeah, yeah. no man because that's that's a huge thing around here too i was actually um so for work i went to a wetlands identification class that the dnr mm -hmm. here was putting on mm -hmm. and we had to go around and you know, introduce ourselves and talk about, you know, say something cool, you know, so obviously mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm a snake guy, you know, exactly. so that up. yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so, but while we were going on this hike, you know, looking at some wetlands, you know, a girl came up to me and she's like, hey, so you said you're into snakes, right? I was like, yeah, you know, and we talked for a little bit and she was like, so my parents are, you know, they, they've been having problems with, you know, seeing what, you know, what they say are copperheads. 
and you know they just keep killing them and i and i I try to educate them on this stuff but i really don't know what to say and i was like okay i was like here's a perfect talking boy i said tell them that 80 percent of envenomations come from people trying to kill the snake i was like and that's that's a fact you know she's like really i was like yeah i was like i swear to god like most people that get bit get bit because they were trying to kill it you know whack it with something you know, she's like, oh, yeah, I'll, really, I'll, I'll tell them that, you know, because they don't, you know, apparently they don't, they don't want to kill it, but, you know, they feel uh, yeah, like they exactly. have to. Exactly. I'm like, you know how long that snake's probably been hanging around that area <laughs> and you saw it this one time? As, That's my you know, favorite, my favorite go-to is you know, how, how long have you lived here and how many times have you seen X species? Exactly. You know, the, uh, you realize that snake, like they have like, no snakes don't have like, this is my house, you know, yeah. like they have a territory, you know, yeah. like they have, and a they don't want to and... be around you. Exactly. Nope. You know? So it's like, if you see an adult snake, that snake has been there for years and you're just now seeing it, you know, like it's not well, that people... big of a deal. Leave exactly. it alone for 10 minutes and it'll be gone. You know? It's the it's, same with spiders and stuff, though. Like, people oh, are so freaked yeah. out by, like, because big spiders and, like, big snakes. It's like, you realize that even the big stuff, you're still gigantic to it. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Same with, like, gators and stuff, man. It's like, I've oh, seen dude. plenty of bigger sized gators that want nothing to do with somebody. Like, anybody. No. You know you, what I mean? You it's bring like, up. You're, oh. you're, still a, you're still a predator in their eyes and they still want yep. nothing to do with you. And if you give them the opportunity to just go the other way they're gonna do it yep you you bring up alligators there was a lady in our local word of mouth group just yesterday saying uh basically posting everywhere warning people there's this like seven or eight foot alligator in this specific lake and it needs to be removed everybody needs to call fish and wildlife so they can come remove it and i'm just i i lost i, I lost my patience with this lady because she's mm. 64 years old and i used to teach wildlife education i'm like okay that's and cool. you should know then you should know. And she's like, I love our alligators, but this one's dangerous. I'm like, okay, so it's, you love it when it's convenient for you. Yeah. You know, it, oh God, I, people. Well, it's just, there's a, there's a giant just lack of general knowledge about that stuff. Cause there is one of the part-timers at the cigar shop. He lives, Jake knows out on Dawta and uh, he has a pond, I guess in his backyard and he gets gators in there throughout the year, but he's never mm-hmm. really worried about them. But I remember one day he was like, yeah, it was like hanging out on the bank in my backyard and its mouth was open. He's like, was that oh, being no. aggressive? And I was oh, like, no, man. I was like, they're like dogs. <laughs> like they can't sweat. That's the only way they can cool off. Yeah. Oh, like that's not aggression. That's just him hanging out because yeah. he's, like he's just enjoying the sun. And he's just warm. You know, it was yeah. like, there's nothing aggressive about it. I was like, frankly, like you go anywhere near that thing. It's going to take off. I mean, yep. the, yeah, that's such a great example of how people misinterpret behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's, it's, you know, cause everybody, like gators, you know, and gators are so amazing because like mm-hmm. they're so prehistoric and they're like oh, such yeah. an apex predator. But like at the same time, like I understand that like people are like afraid, you know, like whatever. But it's they're not like what I always tell people like you don't understand. Like in the crocodilian world, these are the puppies. Exactly. Okay, like they are they are the puppet dogs. Like they want nothing to do with any don't let your tiny little rat dog go near it and you're and you'll be fine. You know, don't let something mm-hmm. so small it can fit in its mouth, you know, right near it and 
it's you you won't have any problems oh that's like you know i I upset a lot of people because they were telling me oh i bet you would feel bad if this skater attacked someone's child and i was like "Mm, no not really no not really because you're the dumbass who let it get close to the the gator i I care about the alligator more than i care about your children and you know i'm sorry (laughs) but um and that's the thing too i'm like look if you're that concerned about it and and i laid it all out i was like all right let's look at what happens to nuisance alligators in the state of florida you call a trapper. Trapper comes anywhere. Out. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't, I'm sure I don't think there's too. any state that are native to where nuisance alligators don't get off. Yeah, because like, how else do trappers make their money? They make it off high. They make it off meat. You know, they don't get yeah. paid a lot necessarily to go catch gators for people. State doesn't pay them much, at least down here. So I'm I'm trying to explain to these people. Look, you call them to come get this alligator. It's bigger than four feet. It's it's a death sentence for the most part. There are some great trappers that will find facilities like RPI that will buy the alligators from them um rpi has what i think five adult american alligators now that all came from nuisance relocations which is awesome nice. great relationship with the yeah. trappers. but most of them don't get that lucky no. so i'm like look if you're concerned about your pets and your kids you know what's the big deal of giving up a, like a summer or a couple months of you know what maybe we're not going to swim in the lake right now or this year for a couple months yeah let's go not go play in the pond in the backyard yeah exactly yeah, yeah. get a fucking pool dude like, <laughs> i'm yeah. sorry like that's my thing like and that's what i hate about like you know so many people you know from up north moving down uh, here you know uh, and not yeah and not really understanding you know how wildlife works it's like look you see a, a lake it doesn't mean you can just hop in it yeah. Like, yeah, you ain't, know, gators the great aside, lakes, man. there's a lot of, there's probably a lot of reasons you shouldn't swim in the lake, but like get a fucking pool, dude. Like that flesh eating bacteria, sorry, boy. You know, yeah, you know, like don't, if you don't want to eat the fish out of it, you probably don't want to swim in it. That's all yep. I'm saying. You know, yep. like get exactly. a fucking pool. Like around here, I always tell people like, look, if there's fresh water around here, it's probably best to not walk right Assume next there's to it one or have your there. little dog exactly. drink, some, drink That's out what of I tell it. People. Like, there's, there's probably... fresh water, <laughs> assume there's one in there. Yep. Yeah, doesn't like... matter what size. Just know that there's probably one hanging out in there somewhere. And it's exactly. not anything. And it's not like it's anything you have to be fearful of. You don't no, have to be scared of alligators. You just have to be aware. Yep. Like, that's it. Don't let your children walk into the water, like, right near, you know, mm-hmm. where you know there's gators. And don't let your small dog take a sip out of it. Exactly. Like, come on, dude. Like, it's not that hard. It's no. really not. And I don't, I don't know, man. It's, it's frustrating. You wouldn't it's let your so kids play in a busy street. Yep. Exactly. Apply exactly. the same mentality to freshwater. Exactly. Uh, except, unfortunately, nowadays, most people would. And then they would blame everybody else because the street shouldn't be busy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Why are so what? many cars? <laughs> I don't care if it's a highway or the interstate. Yeah. Oh, people. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I just I deal with too. So with my job, like, I inspect construction sites, and right now, right. like, there was there's been a ton of construction going on. So like, I'm managing about 300 construction sites by myself Ooh. right now. And but a large majority of them are in gated communities, and in all of these communities, all of our stormwater is managed from retention ponds. All of those retention ponds have many, 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 many alligators, you know. And it's like you get the same thing, man. As soon as one person complains, mm. you know, it's it's mm. a problem, you know. And even one time, I even caused something that even like they it, it frustrated, it, like, and it pissed me off. I was like, I should just kept my fucking mouth shut. Yeah. Like I walked up to a site 
there's a big pond in the middle of it and there's an alligator like the one of the biggest gators i've ever seen in the wild it was like literally stand almost standing upright and it was just bellowing oh. like crazy dude oh my god there's it was nothing the, it cooler was, there is no, there is can't watch videos of that and get the same like yeah. the, the hair raise on your arms dude i walked like, it's out the coolest thing i walked out and i the best way i described so i was walking because i heard it before i saw it so I, I walked onto the site and i heard what sounded like a boat motor stuck in mud oh, you know that's the best way i describe it like a boat mm -hmm. you ever heard a boat that's stuck in mud it's just like you know and like, oh, I yeah. heard, like i was like what the hell is that and i come out and there's this gator it's got its nose straight up in the air and you could just see the water shaking below it and I was like, that's amazing, you know, but I told the contractor that was there. I was like, hey, just so you know, there's a big gator in that pond, you know, just watch it, ladies. you know? Yeah. You know, I was like, just watch it. You know, he's pretty big. And he's like, oh, OK, yeah, man. Thanks for the heads up. I was like, cool. Next day he texts me, he goes, hey, man, I've got animal control out here. Can you oh, tell me where that gator no. was? And I was like, fuck, dude. No. Like. I was just trying to let you know what animals like, we're going to do. Like, don't yeah, right. Exactly. Go. Yeah. You know, and I was like, ah, dude. So I told, I didn't, I was like, I don't know, dude. Like I just saw it. Like, I can't. Oh, I, can't. I saw him. I saw him leave and go to another pond. <laughs> yeah. He was on his way out when I saw him, you know? And, oh, dude. I was so pissed. I was like, I should have just kept my freaking mouth shut, man. Like I didn't think anything would come of it, but I think he said they couldn't find it, you know, and all this yes. shit. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm not going to help. Yeah, not going to help. You nope. Know? Uh -uh. Cause a lot, and it's funny, a lot in those subdivisions. So there's always, there's always pipes that lead, you know, pond to pond. And it's funny, right. the, allig the alligators actually use that as kind of like a subway. That's pretty cool. Because before the job I have now, I used to map out all of the drainage systems. I Just used to like pop in New the, York. I used to pop exactly. these. <laughs> I used to pop these great inlets that you know funneled water to ponds, and there mm -hmm. I I found gators in them all the time. Wow, so that's cool. I'm hoping that you know he maybe travels from pond to pond, you know, yeah. and you know got out of there because I haven't heard anything about them actually catching it. So. Because that job is that job is still active. So speaking of crocodilians, though, I am in the I'm almost done with this this new book called Tears for Crocodilia, which I think I mentioned a couple weeks ago. Because mm -hmm. the author reached out to me for a review for the website, and so nice, nice. he sent me a PDF copy. But I was like, man, it ain't the same. So I bought a copy. Hell yeah! And uh, it's really good. Like I'm oh, I'm almost awesome. done with it, and we're gonna have him on at some point once I'm done with it. Uh, like he's originally, he's not like. Uh, I wouldn't say he's like in the hobby. Mm -hmm. Like he comes from more of a paleontology sort of background. Nice. But he's got this book on crocodilians and like, sort of the, it's it talks about. Sort of the conservation aspect of them, like why so many are disappearing. You know, he has a chapter on like alligators a chapter on nile crocs a chapter on nice. gharials and sort of his experiences going to these parts of the world when he's nice. you know and and doing different research projects but being in that area and checking out these animals but he also talks about like the human history with crocodilians and like their place in in cultural and religion That's and like cool. egypt and stuff yeah. like that and like yeah. it's really good so i'm super excited to get him on at some point i need to i need to really 
hammer down to finish that's that. awesome yeah it's that's such a yeah good that's that's super cool man because like you know crocodilians in other parts of the world are very respected you know because they're they're so dangerous you know like there's a yeah. lot of there's tons of stories you know, i love watching documentaries about you know people and their experiences with with crocodilians you know and it's 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 super unique how some cultures you know mm -hmm. view them you know some view them as these terrible beasts but some view them as almost gods you yeah know, exactly because the they're so powerful yeah yeah and they that's one of the in the part about nile crocs you know he talked about yep. egypt and how mm -hmm. like they were revered as as like a, a godlike figure and they'd have certain crocs that they'd feed and take care of and keep captive mm -hmm. and then they'd have these babies they'd raise up that would get used as like uh like sacrificial sort of deals but right. they were all they, they would like mummify them and stuff like they found mm -hmm. crocs like a ton of different crocs that had been mummified yep. and like just really interesting it's such a good book so definitely check that out on, yeah, on Amazon. Awesome. it's called tears for yeah. crocodilia and um, like I said, I'm almost done with it. But there was actually some stuff I, I learned a lot from it that I, I didn't realize about a couple of different crocodilians, uh, just in terms of like the ecology and stuff like that. Um, it's just it's really well done. You know, he he writes. He's a he's a phenomenal writer. Uh, I just I can't wait to to do that episode because yeah. yeah, it's a Let's phenomenal book so far. It's Easily awesome. one of my favorites that I've read in a long time. So I need to get back yeah. into reading more, man. I've been it's hard been to so make time for it, dude. I've been so yeah. busy, dude. Like it's literally between work, you know, like I go into work at six thirty now. I get off at three and it's like you know, on the days my girlfriend, because me and my girlfriend work pretty much opposite schedule. She works mm -hmm. twelve day and a lot of days, you know. So it's like on her days that she's not at home, you know, I I'm in the snake room, which is great. It yep. works out yep. perfectly for me working with the snakes. You know, I get snakes in, I get time with her, you know, and it, it's a great schedule, but like, because of the collection that I maintain now, like mm -hmm. I can't find that extra time. Cause it's either work yep. snakes, you know, time with her and then actual chill time of not exactly. doing anything, exactly. you know, cause I need, I didn't need, I need that, you know, no, I need dude, my it's, downtime. It's important. It's so important. Yeah. I need that. that. I need that. Cause some people, some people can't sit still. I can't, I can sit still for a while and not do shit, you know, but like a lot of people can't do that and that's fine. But like, I need that balance. But like with the collection I maintain now, it's really hard to find time to set aside to just read, you know, and not yeah. really usually have I'd an agenda. See, that's like I when I do it, it's usually just before bed. Nice. Yeah. And there's some nights where like I try to at least read one chapter, but there's yeah. some nights where I'm like dropping the book on my face because I'm so tired. And it's like I also I'm one of those people I, I really struggle to to be able to read like anywhere, regardless of what's going on around me. Like Katie can read in the middle of a freaking tornado. I retain can't. everything. Yeah. I cannot do that. Like it's got to be quiet. Yeah. I got to be like my phone's yeah. got to be on silent. Like I just. For some reason, I struggle to like really yeah. be able to focus and read unless I'm in the right sort of environment. I'm, for it. I'm the and same way, dude. Like when I was in college, I had to whenever I was studying, I read out loud to myself because for me, nice. like when I'm reading stuff like in my head, my brain's going on all other types all of shit. Tangents. Yep, yeah, yeah, all these tangents, thinking about other shit that's yep. going on because I'm so busy. But me, I'm a very audible learner. So if, nice. if I can hear it, I'll take it in a lot more, you know. So a lot of that's times true. I have to read out loud to actually 
you know, read it one time through and retain it. But like, yeah, I'm, I'm the same way, dude. I'm well, always, I think it's, it's also because I'm always on something else. <laughs> I read a lot of nonfiction and Katie reads a lot of fiction and maybe it's easier because it's almost like you're watching a movie when it's, when it's yeah. fiction, like yeah. with nonfiction, it's more like you're reading that information, sort of processing it. Right. You know, I don't, it's a, it's a textbook almost. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, but I definitely like I have a ton of book, like books that I bought years ago that I haven't even cracked open that are completely unrelated to reptile stuff, but they're yeah. you know, music related. Um, nice. Like I got Johnny Marr's autobiography, the guitars for the Smiths, which I've, I've been wanting to read forever. I just I've yet to get around to it. Yeah. Guitars and, uh, for the Smiths. That's kind of yeah. funny. <laughs> and I keep buying, you know, there was a point in time where I'd go to the bookstore and I just buy like two books, three books. Oh, yeah. And then oh, I yeah. never I'd never touch them like they sit on my shelf. And there's still a handful that I bought a while ago oh. that I haven't touched. But then I see new Hurt books and I get those. Yeah. Like a whole <laughs> stack of Hurt books to read. And it's just like I want to read more. But it's that right. same thing. of just like the time where I'm not doing something, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's not a bad idea though, because I do like, there is like, saw 30 minutes to an hour that I'm sitting in bed playing yeah. a game on my phone, yeah. you know? So yeah, mm -hmm. it wouldn't be a bad idea to, you know, take that up with. And there's, there's, the there's some nights where I'm like, I'm just not feeling it. And it's like, I do just want to yeah. sit here and do something mindless on my phone before yeah. I go to sleep, you know? So, because that's know, the but, thing, man. I think guys like us who maintain, you know, bigger, you know, I'm not going to say big because I don't have, to me, I don't have a big collection. I have quite a few snakes, but I don't have a big collection, quote unquote, but it does take up a lot of time. So for does. guys like us who have a semi big collection, but also work 40 plus hours a week, it's like, you know, the, the downtime of doing something. Got to be more, more picky about what you do with it right like yeah. that mind that that some time, of us that have kids on be, top of that yeah yeah, yeah you <laughs> have kids. i don't have kids but that's also a, a good excuse a though because <laughs> i like i really push for like reading night where it's like we're not watching nice. tv that's cool we're just let's like that gives me an excuse to read that yeah. gives an excuse to get ellie from you know not watching tv and like mm -hmm. yeah that kind of thing so which is important, especially nowadays, it man, is. with kids, is getting them off these devices. Limit that screen time, man. Got to. yeah, because no, I don't, I don't have kids, but like I dealt with kids for a long time, mm -hmm. and it's like, dude, the where kids are now with electronics and devices, it's sad, you know. Like, I, you know, Justin makes fun of me all the time. He's like, oh, <laughs> you haven't seen this movie, you haven't seen that movie. It's like, no, because no. I was. What do you mean I you haven't out? seen Moana? I was, <laughs> but it's like because I was outside as a kid. I didn't yeah. watch a lot of movies. I didn't play video games. I was I outside still a lot too, but I'm still cultured enough to watch some of the the most important movies in, in number history, one, like Bio. Number one, number one. My parents were very conservative, so like oh, I didn't. Yeah, oh, yeah. but yeah, I also know, grew, I also grew up on five acres, dude. Like Airhead. I was never not outside. You know, that's that's the what Tone I did. Rangers. Dude, uh, Jake, I'm right there with you, bud. I grew yeah. up the same way, 10 acres, middle of nowhere, outside yeah. all the time. But, dude, it's like the world's changing, man. Dude, it's, it's been, and it's sad, yeah. man. It's yeah. sad. I don't know like, that it's necessarily sad, though. Like It's, it, it just, is it's to me because they, kids don't know anything about anything outside of their phones. But think you know, about it. Like the same thing about a hoop and stick back in the day. They're like 30 years from now, there probably won't be any outside, you know? Yeah, We're, yeah, you're exactly the planet's gonna be and that's the know. problem. That's what I'm getting at. It's like <laughs> 
use it while we got it because no like doubt. No give doubt. it give it 20 30 years we're all fucked like i don't know what to tell you like enjoy it while we got it because it's not yeah. gonna be here forever like climate change is very real people like it is. I, don't, I don't know what to tell at, you at the same time i don't necessarily want my children to go through what i did because when i got to college like we still didn't have internet at my house i was fortunate enough to still live at home but like uh, i grew up without really any internet at the house and i could barely function like microsoft anything yeah that sucks <laughs> <laughs> that, that is hard and, it's like and, when you get to college you got it oh dude it was yeah stuff. it was such a, a life-changing thing um, i don't but, know i think yeah, it's yeah. just a generational thing man it is like, it is i understand yeah kids spend a lot more time in front of screens but it's like that's where we're at that's as where we're headed now. yeah, yeah. Know, that's like no that's doubt. where it is like it's it, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not great. I mean, they said the same thing about pretty much any other major technological advancement of how like this is yeah. horrible for our species. Yeah, you know, we're just we're, that's, we're in that trans. Years. Yeah, we're living in we're in that transitional period where it's like we're changing yeah. from a generation yeah. that didn't have any of that to a generation that grew up on it. You know, and it's like exactly. we're that weird. In and I feel thing. like I feel like we're kind of that perfect. You know, guys in our people in our generation are kind of at that perfect in between of like. We were around when the internet was really blowing up, you know, so we know how to work all all the shits, but like we still grew up outside yeah. type of deal, yeah. you know, yeah. so it's like we're that perfect in between because like yeah. I'm thankful for it because like, you know, where I no sit doubt. right now with work and stuff like it's very, you know, like I spend a lot of time on the computer doing paperwork, you know, writing emails all that yeah. stuff, but I know how to do all of that because of my right upbringing you know semi i am semi technologically more advanced than some of my co-workers you know <laughs> yeah. so like it gives me that good in between but i feel like that gives, just makes me you know well-rounded yeah, you know, TikTok doesn't I, make sense to us, <laughs> but PlayStation didn't make sense to our parents right exactly right. It's, it's, it's the same thing you know it's like yep. it just it's it's a change it's a it's a yeah. cultural shift and it's like if it you weren't is. born in that then it's not going to make sense but right. the same thing right. happened for us in the you know 90s and onward to where it's like we were that generation where it's like we were still outside and we were still doing like the traditional things of childhood you know but then mm -hmm. at the same time we we came into like the electronic yeah. and internet age at an at a later stage you know mm -hmm. at least for me it wasn't until I don't know, probably I was 10 or 11 before we had like AOL and stuff like that. Right. And like, yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I don't know, but we did all lose I Pia. Know, all just... I know is that like 16 years old, I learned how to take out my, uh, my dad's deer, deer cam and delete the pictures that <laughs> yep. were found of yep. me smoking cigarettes in the woods. <laughs> um, so uh, that's all. I, knew, I figured out how to do that. So, you know, there, there's that. I didn't have a smartphone until I was 18, but you know, mm -hmm. like, at least I, I could I, figure out an SD card. <laughs> I can't even really get mad at, at my, my child for wanting to watch TV all the time. It's like, when yeah. I had Halo One on PC, dude, yeah, if I had yeah, any yeah. amount of free time, I yeah. was playing Halo Online for 
hours. Like, see, I was like a T. I was like a TV guy. Like, I liked mm-hmm. watching. I like watching cartoons. Like, I was a big cartoon guy. I loved all the Bugs mm-hmm. Bunnies. You know, all the classics. You know, when I was younger, I'd play Guitar games, Hero until my fingers bled. Yeah. <laughs> see, I was never into that. I played like PS2 <laughs> and I played like Madden a lot. Like oh, football, yeah. any oh, sports yeah. games on PS2. All I had for game systems was a PS2 and an N64. The, that's that's what I knew. I knew Super Smash Brothers. I knew the Madden games. I had like, a PS One man, I Tomb Raider, it. and Tekken was. <laughs> oh boy, there you go. The jam and Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, oh, man. I had Crash Bandicoot on N sixty four. It's good. That's the, that, was, that was the good shit, man. N sixty four. You'll never beat the Nintendo, man. Jeez. Yeah. But so we old, we we lost fuckers. Pia because yeah, she we, gave up on her internet, just so everyone knows. So yeah. we're gonna have to figure. We'll still touch on like RPI stuff. Absolutely. I mean, are, you, are you spending a good bit of time over there still doing your thing? Like, uh, I uh, usually when I go over to RPI, I am I'm socializing, but I do support from a uh, like behind the scenes kind of mm-hmm. kind of deal. Now I'm not I'm not over there working animals nearly as much as I used to be, but um, helping out with events, education programs, things like that. So yeah, they've been doing the a lot of that stuff. lately. Yeah, no, I'm pretty excited. We've actually got something coming up um, this Saturday right here in town, um, like 20 minutes up the road from Cody and Pia's house. I'm doing a presentation to just the local community of just living with snakes, how to identify what we've got right here in our backyard, um, what to do when you see one, things like that. Pretty excited about it. So far, we've got 15 people signed up, but I'm expecting a couple more to show up at the door. Mm -hmm. And from there, word of mouth will spread, I'm sure. That's awesome, man. That that's that's great. And it's it's honestly like it's really cool because like we've known you for I think I met you at the first Southeast Carpet Fest, right? Twenty nineteen? Was that twenty nineteen? Oh boy, uh, might have been twenty eighteen. So we're going on like three, four years yeah, of like knowing yeah. you, like yeah. at least you know. And I feel like we hit it off pretty much from the get go. Which oh, no great. doubt, no doubt. You know, so it's like, but it's been really cool because, like, like, like I said, I wasn't lying when I said you're one of my favorite people <sighs> in the hobby. Like, I, I genuinely, I, I love seeing your Instagram posts. Like, I've liked you a ton since like I've known you. So I've loved Thanks, seeing man. your, I've loved seeing your following, and it's been so cool to like see how you've progressed with RPI because like when we first met you, you were kind of just like, you were a volunteer, you were yep. working towards yep. your hours, you know, you were just, you were a grunt worker for Cody. Oh know? yeah. And oh it's yeah. Like, and now like you have your license, you're keeping all these venomous, you know, you're moving up and moving it's forward. Awesome, and it's been, yeah. it's been so cool to see the, the progression and how, like what it takes for somebody to do it right in Florida. Oh, yeah. And like, you are like the poster child for that, man. Man, I appreciate that, man. Thank yeah, you. man, it's been so cool just to see your progression through it all. It's it's awesome. It's know? it's been a fun journey, man. There's been yeah. a lot of ups and downs. There have been things that I didn't expect to happen, uh, opportunities taken and missed. Uh, it's been a lot of yeah. fun, though. You know, it, it really has. And uh, you know, I don't regret any of it. Yeah, I worked for the Rattlesnake Conservancy for a really long yeah. time. Enjoyed my work that I did with them. Um, was fortunate enough to just live right up the road from Cody and Pia. Like that's just a stroke of luck, man. Yeah. yeah. And um, and then that's, got... I see. I see that though is almost like how Jake and I sort of started our thing. It was like yeah, yeah. The fact that you were where you were and that they were there were that, that they were where they were mm-hmm. 
Like it's a, I don't know, it'd be it's meant to be. Yeah, if you're one that believes in that kind of thing, but I mean, it's like a uh, everything happens for a reason kind of kind of no doubt. It's like yeah. especially like in Buford here where we live. Like mm-hmm. the hobby does not exist. Like it, no, it, it, it doesn't. It, yeah, it <laughs> do, I mean, they're, they're you're gonna have your casual folks that have a couple things here and there, but you're not gonna have a lot of people that are like really into it. Right. Yeah. You, know, you and fact I, that, like you and I are two of very few people, at least in our in. I would say within a hundred mile radius that do this like on a more serious level, you know, like Mm -hmm. there's, there's not, there's not a lot, you know, and just the fact that you're where you are and then (laughs) P and Cody are, you know, right there as well. It's like, it's just, it's almost hard to, hard to deny that, that it's completely coincidental. I don't know, but yeah, no, it's been, it's been awesome, man, because also in the grand scheme of things, I haven't been keeping reptiles for all that long either. Like I wasn't someone who as a kid kept a bunch of reptiles and like like my dad didn't keep reptiles or any of that Mm -hmm. stuff. Like, yeah, I I didn't, I didn't get into it until I was in college and then. Yeah. So like the past since 2017 is really when I got my first snake. And also the same year I started working venomous. So I'm still fresh. I'm still green to all this, but um, it's just been, it's been awesome to have the mentors I've had and to meet, you know, both of y'all and the the network and all just these amazing people within the hobby and learn so much because I am still so green to a lot of this stuff, but I've been able to learn a lot really quick. And I'm kind of that person when I find an interest in something, I just, I go, I go all in. I, I, I yeah. do a bunch of reading, all videos, all that stuff. I can't tell you, I listen to y'all's podcasts a million times. <laughs> <laughs> back to when it was just you two talking about random stuff at the very beginning (laughs) the good old days yeah man that's that's crazy man and it's so funny hearing that from somebody like yourself you know because i i have all the respect in the world for what you do and the stuff you keep man you know like i respect you a ton and for you to say you know like i remember back when you know just listen to you guys over and over just when it was y'all and i'm like fuck man (laughs) i feel bad for you (laughs) <laughs> i don't even go back and listen to that shit it, it, yeah, dude, it, it's so funny because like for a lot of people in the industry like mpr is the og reptile podcast yeah. like for me who came into it a lot later in the game y'all were the first reptile podcast i learned about and started listening to <sighs> Ooh, damn, damn dude. wow that's that blows my mind man but yeah. that's so cool to me yeah. like that that's amazing and it's like, and it's funny because like lately I have been kind of looking back at like mm-hmm. you know my my keeping career you know your pedicultural like career yeah you know because it's like no I didn't start with a bunch of animals I didn't start with snakes you know but right. my mom my mom was very supportive my dad hated snakes. <laughs> but my because i love snakes when i was like seven but my dad right. hated them you know right. but my mom was so supportive i love my mom to death so she got me geckos when i was like nice. eight you know eight years old i'm messing with these leopard geckos and i kept leopard geckos till i was probably oh, yeah. 12 you know i mean <laughs> or no i kept them longer than that but i didn't get my first snake till i was 13 14 you know right. and but even then it's like man i got my first snake when i was 14 i was like that was 12 years ago like that's crazy to me like to think i'm at the point of like no i haven't been keeping on a bigger scale for that long but i got my first snake 12 Mm -hmm. years ago that Mm -hmm. that that blows my mind you know it's just i don't know it's crazy to think about it's cool man to just sit back and reflect on everything it's yeah puts a lot of stuff into perspective yeah and then it's like looking i've killed (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, and it's, yep. it's even, it's even better because like, I remember a long time ago, and this is not a bash at any of my family members or anything, but I've always been looked at as kind of like the weird kid, you know? And I remember like my uncle one time specifically said like, you know, Jacob, when are you going to grow up and get out of the, get out of the snake stuff? And I was like, all right, cool. And now I look around my room and I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like, uh, I'm not, I never did. Like, and that's fine, you know, and it's great. I love what I do. I love everything that I oh, get to look at every day. It, it's more know? than a hobby. It's a passion. Exactly. And if you want to dumb stuff down, we're born, life sucks, and then we die. So we need yeah. to find something that makes us happy in the meantime. Exactly. You know, like, you got to do something that keeps you happy. You know, everybody's got a hobby. Like I, I knew full ass adults that collected stuffed animals, but it's like yeah, it's... they they laugh about our snakes, but they're the ones that had a, a freaking closet full of beanie babies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thinking they'd get rich because they got that Princess Diana yep. one. Yeah, yep. exactly. But like my, but this hobby is exactly why I don't judge anybody oh, for yeah, no, something no. that they're into. I don't care what it is. If it's something that ignites you, dude, I, I hope you do it forever. Absolutely. Because like, Absolutely. you know, we all know better than anybody that getting teased for what you loved sucks. Like it sucks. I know plenty of people that never like Middle really school was went off. Elementary yeah, school dude, was brutal. Dude, I had my own my own teacher. Like, granted, I was homeschooled, but I took classes like mom? at my church and stuff. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, like, I did have my teacher have was teachers. a real asshole. No, 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 no. I did have teachers in high school. I, I like my church was my church was really weird, very cult like. Like, I, I don't want to get mom to it, but I did have on me. I did my teacher have, on me. Shut up. I did. I did have a teacher. I had several teachers in high school, actually. You know, because I did take class and stuff. But I literally had one of my one of my teachers called me Lizard Man. He would say, he would go like this. He wow. go, <laughs> he would stick his tongue That's out. That's weird, me, like, man. Come on, man. Like, yeah, I don't think I could even have someone like a teacher do that to me and not think it was hilarious, dude. Like, and I was like, what the. F- fuck are you doing dude like would you like is... to know lizard boy <laughs> i am a child like what are you doing oh, are you really making fun of me right now you know yeah i mean when i got picked on that was that was always like the first target because that was all yeah, they had on always me. you know like always, that, was, that yeah. was all they knew because i was like i was pretty quiet in school like i wasn't a social butterfly like i carried around a freaking ziploc bag full of flashcards with scientific names on you really think i was popular and hanging out with the cool kids Nerd. come on <laughs> yeah no man it's uh but that was that was always the the that was yeah. the the lowest hanging fruit for them was that, that yeah was always what course, they picked on yeah. i was always like yeah okay it was like that's all you got on me dude and like i mean of course it sucked when you're a kid and you're in like oh, middle yeah. school, in elementary school like yeah it's not any fun you but then you look back on it now, and it's yeah, like you want to go home and fuck your snake. <laughs> yeah, like, that's literally what we. I was, I just kind of really? laugh because I'm like, that's literally all you got, like. Yeah. And I, no. I mean, you look back on it now as you're older, and it's just it's it's hilarious because it's like the most oh, yeah. stupid, campy, like high school teen movie insult that you could think of. Like the jocks are picking on the kid who yeah. keeps you know and, frogs and. <laughs> I can tell you from the other side, as someone, when I look back on how I was in middle school and high school, I'm like, God, I was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then I look back on it and so go, I kind of asked for it. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, so you're the guy that made fun of us as kids, huh? I, yeah, that's I, what it I, was. I was. I was a dick when I was in high school. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was a jock. I was popular. I had a huge fucking ego because I was like, I could. I was like, oh, I can like bench the most out of everybody in my grade. I'm, I'm a bad <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, I was. Oh, God. I'm gonna go uh, bench yeah. two fifty, and then I'm going to visit your mom. <laughs> <laughs> How much does your mom weigh? Yeah, I can bench oh, that geez. too. <laughs> bench that last week, if you know what I mean. Hey, oh, jeez. Oh, God. So RPI, anyways. Um, so, <laughs> well, actually, real, real quick. Speaking real quick. of like coworkers and sort of public education thing, do you guys find? I've noticed over the years between the different jobs I've had mm-hmm. that. Because my coworkers knew that I liked snakes, mm-hmm. that over time, sort of their, their, how they viewed them sort of changed to where now, like before when they maybe would have killed one on site, now they're like, wait a second, Smitty likes snakes. Yep. I'm yeah. not going to kill this one. I'm just going to let it be. Like there was there, I, I can't think of specific times that that happened, but I know it has happened. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I had people or like even friends of family or family that were like, I saw a snake the other day and normally I would have killed it. Yep. But I saw it and I thought of you <coughs> and I just left it be. And it's actually pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. That's the it, best. Yeah. I, I love that feeling. And it's something that, that like for me, at least it happens pretty consistently because uh, I mean, I might not be as bad as Cody, but I, I love to fucking talk, especially to <laughs> random people. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Um, but like whether it be family, coworkers, someone that I happened to bump into at a gas station and waited in line because there's a crackhead trying to buy lotto tickets in front of us, you know, it just, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's a really cool thing that, cause they'll reach out to you just randomly out of nowhere. And you're like, you know what? Yeah. I saw a snake the other day and like, I thought of you and I'm like, ah, I'm sorry, but my face just popped in your head. <laughs> but as I was about to take that shovel and take off its head, I yeah. thought of your head and decided yeah. not to. Yeah. But it, yeah. it's a cool thing. And that's something I do run into pretty frequently. And it makes me feel like I am making somewhat of an impact, yeah. no matter how big or small it might be, just to know you're making a little bit of a difference. Yeah, I'm doing something right. right. And I think that's a win on whatever yeah, scale dude. it may be. I mean, like if you think about it though, like one person changing yep. one person's mind saves a lot of snakes yep. because like, no, we don't see them every day, especially the ones of us who actually want to see them. <laughs> exactly. We, we all know we never run into them, but like, if you can change one person's mind, that changes a ton. That changes. I mean, that saves yep. a ton of snakes, man. Like there was a dude I used to work with and he was a very open-minded guy. who's very mm-hmm. willing to take in information, but he was very fearful of snakes. And I had a hour long conversation with this dude. And at the end of it, he was like, dude, I'm never going to kill another snake again. And I was like, I win, you know, like, yes, mm-hmm. like that was, that's exactly like, that's all I want to accomplish oh, yeah. is like, teaching these people that like they're not so bad like mm-hmm. you know putting the in perspective like i always try to put people into the snake's shoes you know what i mean like yeah. imagine being so small and something is literally yep. four times the size exactly. of you exactly. and it just wants to grab you like all you're gonna think is going into defense mode i always tell people i'm yep. like what happens if you're at home asleep and somebody breaks into your house exactly you're gonna freak the fuck out grab your gun whatever it may be and defend 
mm-hmm. all you can. Like that's yep. all snakes do. That's all they do. That all they know is survive. They eat, they shit, and they survive, and they yep. breed. They breed. Like, yeah, that's they make it. More. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's their life cycle, you know. But that anything that's bigger than them is a threat because yep. everything's bigger than them. Like exactly. that's you know, yeah. it's like they are. Yeah. It's crazy, man. I always say, like, you know, your fear of snakes is nothing compared to their fear of you. Yep. Like, it's 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 nothing, you know. And I don't know. I really try to just put people into their into their scales, you that, know. Yeah, like, dude. That's that's one of my favorite angles to approach it as. To, and you know, I, I I switch it up depending on the situation. Sometimes yeah. I'm telling a grown ass man, oh you're afraid of something that sits four inches off the ground with no arms or legs. What kind right? of fucking man are you? But yeah. on, uh, you, more times than not, I'm telling people, Hey, look, we tower over these things. They're terrified yeah. of us. You know? And I just, I, I like going with that angle kind of put, you know, change the perspective a little bit and realize maybe why that snake's acting the way it is. Exactly. You know, like give them like, put it in per in perspective, you know, like I, said, yeah. I always try to, Always trying to put them into their exactly. into their spot, you know, how they would feel. You know, how do you feel when somebody is seven feet tall and standing over you? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like yeah. that it's intimidating, you know, and it's like imagine that, but double because literally yeah. we stand five to six feet over these things. Yeah. Like it's it's in, it's insane. You know, mm-hmm. you're telling me somebody that's five to six feet taller than you isn't gonna intimidate the ever living hell exactly. out of you. Exactly. Like, intimidate on, me, man. Like, actually, I take that back. If I saw someone that was five or six taller than me, I would definitely be freaking out because that. Oh is yeah, like, human. That's an that's, that's, that's a tall huge, motherfucker. You know? Skinwalker. And it's, and it's even like with venomous snakes. I always tell people, I'm like, so with venomous snakes, like, you have to realize, like, their venom is how they eat. Yep. Okay. Like, they don't want to use it on you. They will. If they mm-hmm. have to, but they mm-hmm. certainly don't want to. They want nothing to do with you because they know that they can't eat you. That venom is how they survive. I don't know, it's man. Not, that Aatrox seemed like pretty, pretty okay with using it on me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that Aatrox definitely lit me up. But again, like, I take full blame <laughs> for that. Like, that was completely my fault, you know? It's like... That was the, and that's what's fucked up is like whenever, like, I went back to college. Obviously, I was in a sling and all that shit. But, like, literally, the first first thing so many people asked me was like, oh, did you kill that thing? I hope you killed that motherfucker. It's like, no, no, I didn't. You know, like, on my ride to the hospital, everybody was like, where was the snake at? Where was it? I'm like, it was in the woods. Yep. It was was on the ground. Don't worry about where it was. Let's go get him. Dude, that's another yeah. thing too. I tell people all the time, killing the snake won't undo the bite, you know? No, like <laughs> it doesn't do You're anything, you know? And the like, they actually no. they they it's came up to dog. me. Yeah. I want to say while I was in the hospital, they actually came up to me. We were like, Oh yeah, so because you were a bit on the trail, they, you know, they didn't try and you know, this and that, blah, blah. They're like, yo, kill this basically saying they're not gonna kill the snake. And I'm like, good. That's why I didn't tell you where I got exactly. Like, I went on the trail to see the wildlife. Like I don't want you to do that. Like I was, it was my fault. I got bit. It was just surviving. Like leave it the fuck alone. Like this isn't yeah. a thing that needs to happen. Like I was an asshole. I paid for it. The snake doesn't need to. Like stop. No <laughs> argument here. Ridiculous. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. In other I news, live, I, I live with that every day. I just but. checked on that that corn clutch that's happening, and one of the babies is like halfway out, and it's a tesseract. Nice. Hey. 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 
And of nice, course, as man. soon as I like went to go take a picture, it it retreated back into the egg. Of course, oh, mother. I was gonna send a picture to Chris. Damn it! <laughs> Don't make me Jay Brewer your ass out of that egg. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I oh, literally man. I can't oh, deal man. with that dude. Shit, man! Like, oh especially because when you talk to people who like aren't in the hobby but they're like oh, oh my cool. god you're like snakes what about this guy he's awesome every I have... dude i can't tell you how many times all the time every time dude somebody's always like oh i saw this video this this dude he was kind of chubby and he like he was <laughs> he was just like in this enclosure and had all these massive snakes i'm like yeah his name's yeah. Brewer and he's an asshole like yeah yeah don't worry about it you know but it's like and I try not to be like that with people because they don't know any better. Like they don't know that right. this dude is not right. the poster child for the hobby. Like, mm -hmm. you know, they just see a guy and they see snakes and they associate it with you. Oh dude. And that can but be it's such like a difficult thing to navigate because I won't deny that people like that, like Jay get other people interested in the hobby. Yeah. But like, you've got to also tell people, Hey, this guy you look up to is a fucking cock yeah like <laughs> it's not he's not the one to look at like i'm glad he which your interest in snakes but don't look into it yeah. don't funny look you into say it that because like. <laughs> one of the one of the ladies i work with mm -hmm. she so it's funny like i have my my wise cam set on the clutch of eggs that's yeah. hatching at the time mm -hmm. and so i check in on work periodically and like now she's like oh have you checked on him yet and so like she'll come nice. and like look at him too nice she is following someone on TikTok. It's a ball python breeder. I don't remember mm. the name off the top of my head. And first, when she told me that, I was like, I know it's either going to be Brewer, Barcheck, or you know McCurley, or some one of those right, bigger yeah. guys. It actually isn't. Oh shit! It's another guy. And she showed me some of the videos, and like it's pretty legit. Like he does cut the eggs and stuff, but he's not like right. yanking babies out and prematurely nice. or anything like that. And so I was like, because like when she showed me that, I was fully expecting that. Oh yeah, and I was like, I was listening, like watching the videos, and I was like, this dude's legit. Like, that's awesome. It's no bullshit. Like, it's awesome. it's educational. Like, she's actually interested in it. Of course, it's balls. So she's like, they come out all these crazy colors, and like, oh yeah, you know, and and I just I thought it was funny, and it's 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 that also is. funny because she will watch that stuff all day long. If I have an actual snake there at work, because I've already had some delivered to the new <laughs> job, I told them I told them that when I came on, I was like, look. <coughs> I'm gonna have some boxes come in here. <coughs> There's gonna be oh, snakes in them. I'm gonna that. open them when I get them, but I'm only gonna take them out to make sure everything's okay. Like yep. other than that, I'm not gonna be like playing with them. And like one coworker, she's all about it. She loves it. She played with the mm -hmm. Jani as soon as I got it. Mm -hmm. And then the other ones were like, "Yeah, no." Like, oh, like man. they'll come look at them, but it's it's funny when they're in person. Like yeah. that coworker, she's like, "Ah, I don't know." But oh, if dude. it's in a picture or a video, she's like, "Oh my god, that's awesome!" I'm like, "What? Mm -hmm. Like what? What?" That's so like, funny. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I just... no. that's that's great, man. And like, and it's funny, man. It's it's so great because like the last last couple of weeks, I've actually had like two to three people come over to the house and actually like want to see the snakes. Nice. Yeah. And it's so funny because like you know most people who come over, like a lot of people when they hear that I have snakes, they're like, oh, I'm never coming to your house, yep. and I'm like, yep. I never invited you, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> cool, you know. But, you know, I've had a couple people actually come over and want to see the snakes. And, like, dude, it's it's so much fun. Like, when you have somebody who actually, like, wants to see and actually cares, you know. Like, a buddy of mine has a ball python. And um, he, he asked, no. 
he asked if uh, he could order rats with me because I was about to order, you know, a big, you know, a big order and he needed some rats for his mm -hmm. ball. And um, so he ordered some with me to save on shipping and all that. So we came over to pick him up and I was like, hey, you want to see the snakes? He was like, yeah, I was hoping you'd have time. You know? <laughs> nice. So yeah. I, wa I walked him through everything and dude, he was so just enamored with everything. And That's like, cool. dude, it's just, it's so much fun. So I just showed him carpet pythons and you were like, you should ditch the, ditch the zeros and get with the heroes. Dude, man. I'm telling you, I whipped out one of the males. <laughs> and I was like, just so you know, this guy's for sale. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> and he was like, man, he was holding him. He's like, man, if I didn't have if I didn't have Alice, you know, you'd be I'd be paying for you, paying you for him right now, man. Hell yeah. yeah. Like, that's good, man. You know, it's like, I don't know. I just I love when people actually care, you know, and, and get like infatuated with the stuff, you know, because it's I don't know, it's just so fun. Like somebody who's never held a pituophis, I love putting a pituophis in their hand. Especially those forks. Yeah, oh god no. <laughs> no, 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 the forks do not go into people's hands at all, but you know, but it's so fun like handing somebody you know a pituophis and explaining the keeled scales, you know, and all that. And it's, yeah. I don't know, man, it, it's so fun. This is the you know, perfect opportunity to plug rhino rats and why they're awesome, and they're like the first snake I hand somebody because best rat snake ever. <laughs> yeah i don't know i got i got some gray rats in in here right now that all that all you know that'll that'll put them up for uh, uh i'm for that, team for jake on this one i've got some north american rats that i'm loving <laughs> yeah buddy yeah buddy oh dude you got the levi counties man those are nasty. that's home dude that's those home. are nasty man i love those yeah i I'm haven't so i haven't tried to snag any of those yet because i just i love my grays and yellows mm -hmm. so much i've put i put so much focus onto those but man the levi counties are just oh my god especially the amels that montross is oh, yeah. out man good oh, god about black rats oh no they're um, they're levi county yeah they're gulf they're gulf hammocks they're this oh, weird okay. They're, they're they're this weird yeah, in between like an like, integrate almost yeah they're like they're almost a gray but like if you look at them compared to a gray rat you're like yeah it's not a gray rat you know yeah. like they're just really cool golf hammocks are are really sweet yeah no but, i'm super pumped about i'm like i'm super i'm pumped to be keeping stuff like from the county i grew up in yeah, yeah i know that's something that y'all are into as well. And it's mm. just such a like rewarding thing to be like, yeah, like this is, this is it for me. You know, I've got Levy County animals. I've got corns. I've got the Gulf hammocks. I've got the, um, uh, the Clark eye, Clark eye that I'm super. Oh, dude, those are fucking <laughs> sweet. Oh yeah. my God. They're doing awesome for me. That's awesome, dude. I love the, yeah. the Clark eye, dude. Those are, I actually was able, we, we went to, I went on a herping trip to the Tallahassee area, ended up in okay. the hospital with kidney stones. It was not fun, <laughs> oh boy. you know, but one of our target species was a Clark eye. And this nice. was actually the first I had heard about them. And my buddy was like, yeah, yeah, we want to find Nerodia Clark eye. And I'm like, 
what the fuck is that? You know, like this was, <laughs> this was years ago. I love Nerodia yeah. already, but I had never kept them. And like, we actually found one while we were over nice. there. And dude, oh my God, it was so cool. It was so amazing to actually find them, you know, and they're super, some, dude, they're, they're so cool, man. I love, I love any of the variations of Clark Ivan. They're, they're oh, yeah. great. Yeah, water really snakes in general them. yeah water snakes in general are just fun man they're not definitely not for the faint of heart but no, no. they're you definitely definitely gotta stay on your toes with them but they're just they're so rewarding and so fun man like they're, i definitely i definitely couldn't keep them on a montrose level oh, i can tell you that no, no definitely no. not but you know the groups that i have i need to get them in bigger taller setups because they go flying out of the tubs way too yeah. often yeah. in the rack but they're they're just so fun man yeah i uh i originally got back into keeping the because of do, just doing education work i was like you know what i want representations of what like southern banded florida banded mm -hmm. and yeah. some other stuff to show people and um of course montrose is everybody's crack dealer yep <laughs> <laughs> So I picked his brain a lot and it's just, it's so funny, man. Cause like also looking back at my progression from like when I first came on y'all's show and what I kept and yeah. like how it's changed. Like, cause at one point I was keeping mostly Florida native stuff. And then I was like, Oh my God, Morelia carpet pythons, exotic snakes, yeah. chondros. And yeah. Chondros. And I was like, all right, screw the native stuff. You know, yeah. I want the exotic stuff. And now I've just progressed back into keeping animals that are native to Florida. And I just, I love it, man. You know, I love the state. Yeah. I love our wildlife and being able to pull out a snake and being like, Hey, stranger this is something you could see in your backyard look yeah. how awesome it is yeah well, that, especially with nerodia and having that as an example of like you're gonna yeah, see exactly. these and think they're a cotton mouth yep i mean yep. obviously if you can't identify it don't go near it but right know that a majority of the time this is probably what you're looking at yeah no doubt no, no yeah doubt. i actually took out my i have some uh citrus county florida the ones you're uh, sending bandits. to me right no yeah, you're not getting yeah. you're not you can have some babies if i get some of those but um in like one of four my buddies, years. yeah one of my buddies who was over and like he had had a snake before so he was comfortable mm -hmm. with handling them and stuff so you know he came over and i, I showed him in the snake room and i pulled out one of those and he was like dude this is fucking cool like this is mm -hmm. so neat like you know they're just you know and i have perfect examples of both i have dickhead water snakes good god <laughs> i have i have my yeah. dude, my ponchatoula group i have several i think i've got i've got two three five like five punch to uh louisiana uh, broadband is which like they're they're amazingly beautiful mm -hmm. but my god they're not handleable <laughs> they do they don't want to be messed with at all which is fine yeah. that's fine for me but like my citrus counties are great examples of water snakes that come oh, out yeah. and just like want to like just hang out and like do their thing they're very curious you know mm -hmm. so they're then i put one of those in his hands and like dude they were he was so infatuated with them and like they're just they're such fun snakes to keep man they like are. they so many people see them as like just these trash stinky these trash dirt mean, stinky snakes yeah. you know and it's like yeah some of them are like that some yep. of them are complete dickheads and want nothing to do with you but like mm -hmm. If you put the work in and like you get them used to you and your interaction, like they can be really, really rewarding. They like are. they're they're they so fun, them. man. Like some like the these citrus counties, man. I open up the tub and they come out kind of looking for food at first, but I kind of just hold my hand out and they come right on out and just like mm -hmm. kind of cruise and hang around and 
I don't know, man. They're just they're fun. They're super neat snakes. They are. They but are. highly, highly recommend them to a lot of people. But, it's it's cool when it comes to like feeding these things. Like, all right, thaw out a tilapia fillet and chop that bitch up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still yeah. need to get some and try it with some of the stuff I've got. I think the rhinos would would relish in that. No you, dude, instead of buying like a big bag, I'll just bring you a couple fillets for you to try. Yeah, because I, I have a feeling I I didn't. They, a lot of stuff probably wouldn't take it, but yeah. I, I'm super anxious to try it with the cyania and yeah. the rhinos and. I don't know if the Jansen and I would take it, but I bet maybe. you they would if they ate tadpoles, dude. I bet you oh, they ate tilapia yeah. in a minute. Bet you the the Ackies might even chow down on some. Yeah, I, oh, I wouldn't be would. surprised. Yeah, I yeah. offered them frog leg in the past, and it just sat there in the heat of the cage and just got crispy. Ooh, so. yeah, yeah. And that's the other thing I love this movement of like variety and diet. It's so cool because like yeah, I've, I mean I've jumped on that train, you know, between reptilinks, fish rodents chicks all that stuff and i found my clark eye when i offer them a mix of frog leg tilapia pinks they will go for that frog leg first every oh really time yes every time i haven't offered frog legs to my neurodia yet i normally i've been on a pinky kick because like a lot of times i'm brushed yeah and the tilapia the tilapia takes a, a little bit more it's time a, yeah to, yeah and I, dude, I have already have so many buckets for different stuff, man. Like whenever, so like I'm on like a schedule for like one week, I'll feed just the colubers and the next week I'll okay. feed the pythons nice. with it. And the next week I feed all the pythons with it because everybody's nice. on kind of a different schedule. Yeah. But like whenever I feed everything, dude, like people would think I'm pulling some fucking Hannibal Lecter <laughs> shit in there, dude. I've got like a cutting board and a knife. There's blood all over the place, you know, from the pinkies that I'm oh, chopping yeah. up. Oh, yeah. I've got like five different buckets out of just dead shit thawing out, you know? Yep. It's like, man, if somebody walked in on me right now, like, it probably would not look good. But yeah, no, the, the variety stuff, it's been so cool to see because like I just hopped on it too, you know, the Nerodia. Yeah, I already, I've already started feeding. I've been feeding them fish, you know, right. They get, they get mostly pinkies right now, but once, whenever I get a little extra time, you know, I'll chop up some fish for them and all that. The frog legs haven't taken off with a lot of stuff like I wanted them to, but I'm probably going to start chopping those up with Nerodia. Yep. Um, but I just start changed most of the adult carpets over to you know quail and you know, stuff like that. So it's you know seeing and you're right, seeing the the change of variety and diet has been so cool to see. Everybody's mm-hmm. getting on yep. it, man. I'm just well, I think the, no one no one wanted to be the guinea pig with that. Yeah, like, yeah. Everyone yeah. was waiting to see if somebody else tried it and how it worked out before they jumped. Then into Owen, it then Owen McIntyre walked out <laughs> like, yeah, I feed him chicken legs and you know frog legs <laughs> and whatever I can find frozen at Walmart. Yep. You know, yep. and it works, man. And it's funny though because literally years ago, before I was doing the podcast i was really deep into the hobby like i had a buddy he's kind of the reason i you know one of the he's one of the big reasons i got into field herping as much as i am he was there i road cruise with him all the time mm-hmm. but he had you know a couple of different boas and carpet pythons and stuff and dude he one time he pulled out some chicken legs that he had a bought from walmart he's like yeah i'm gonna feed these real quick and he was giving all of his That's stuff so cool man. chicken legs <laughs> and i was like well damn you know and but that was that was years ago, you know, mm-hmm. and he's not even in the, in the hobby like that, yeah. which is which is wild to me. But it's like, you know, it's not unheard of, you know, and it's like, you know, all of us think like, oh, man, chicken leg, there's a massive bone in that. You realize 
There's a whole skeleton in a mouse. Yeah, there's a whole skeleton of things when (laughs) they eat an entire chicken in the wild, you know? Like, it's, you know, what's the big deal, you know? Or like that massive bone in a frog leg, you know? It's like, you know, they eat whole ass bullfrogs. Like, Mm -hmm. that's, yeah, I don't know. It's funny. It is. Get out of town. Yeah, but it has been cool to see the progression of a lot of stuff lately, man. It, it has been neat. You know, people, it seems like people are putting in lately, people are, start, are starting to put in a lot more into yep. that type of, you know, I'll say enrichment, you know, mm-hmm. per se. And um, Well, it's just yeah. nice. I, I know we talked about it previously, but like with the cost of rodents and stuff, it's nice to have oh, yeah. something to pad yeah. that, you know, especially no like, yeah, frog legs are 20 bucks for what a pound and a half or two pounds or something like that it's like that's not really like it's not as cheap as tilapia but right like if you split those legs like you split the the pair of legs in half like that's Mm -hmm. it's usually i think 28 individual legs when i counted like the past three boxes i've gotten it's been 28 on the dot so nice you know it's uh and it's nice because I know now like what will eat them and what won't. And so I'm exactly. not wasting them. And, um, yeah, you know, that, it's just been, it's been, it's been good. Yeah, no doubt. That's like when I first started like dabbling and trying out reptilinks that, cause that was like the first step getting away from rodents, every feeding. Mm-hmm. It was like, Oh wow. Some of my snakes don't want to take these. And you know, it wasn't cheap to buy these and have them. Right. But, you know, you just kind of got to go through those things and figure out what will eat what. And once you do and you get to that point, it's so much fun. Like giving like cut up chicken livers to my baby pantherophis and mm-hmm. seeing him eat that. It's just like the coolest thing. Yeah, I want to find some hearts still. Yeah. But I think with stuff like the Nerodia, it's it's probably actually better to have something that's more protein and less fatty. Definitely. Just Definitely. given what they're they're eating in the wild you know it's like mm-hmm. a all rodent diet long term is probably not gonna be the best thing for them but exactly what are you doing who me <laughs> went and grabbed another bev yeah i had to i had to man i ran out of liquor <laughs> What are you gonna say that for? You dipped off for like five minutes earlier, right? I, I was the thing. Either. I was peeing and I was checking on my like corns. That. I had to see if I had a test or a pop. Oh, you're out, gonna man. check on the corns in the middle of a podcast, <laughs> dude. Okay, you're hey, gonna check look, on corns look, in the middle of a podcast and then call me out for running look, bitch. real quick. Like, fuck you, look, fuck bitch. You. Like, that's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> if you had a clutch of carpets in the other room hatching, I wouldn't be upset if you went and looked at them. No, but. No, but Derek is on this episode, so I wouldn't be fucking off looking at looking at eggs that are going to be there when I get off the show in thirty minutes. Like, fuck you, fuck you, Jake. You're making me blush, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, hope you. I can't. I can't wait to see y'all fuckers at Daytona, dude. Oh my god, I'm so excited, man. Like I've been waiting for Daytona for literally months now. Like I'm dying. I'm dying. For, I need for the it. last year. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. This year I'm doing I'm doing it differently though. Like pretty oh. much. So I should be with any luck, I'll get a promotion at work in the next couple weeks, which mm-hmm. would be which will be fantastic. And if that happens, 
literally as soon as this Daytona is over, I'm going ahead and reserving a hotel room for the next year Hell prior to, yeah. so I don't have to worry about any of this shit. Like, the presidential suite. Yeah, like no, I'm not. I'm not waiting around, man. Like we we were kind of jumping at the at the rim here, you know, at, towards towards. I feel the like end, that's the case every year, though. Out. We're like, oh man, we got to figure out a room. Yeah, but this time I don't want to have to do that. I'm just gonna be like, yeah, I already have a room. Like we're good. Yeah. It's already yeah. there. I'm excited. This is the first year where I have a room. I'm staying down there for the weekend, and I have no other obligations. Dude, yes. Because I remember so last bad. year, dude, last year I only saw you for like a couple I, hours. I, yeah, I was in and out. I, I saw yeah. him like walking down the street. It was like, hey, man, how's it Yeah, that's right. See you later. The past couple of years I've gone like by myself for the day, and then the year prior went down with the fam, and the kids were like, all right, this is cool, but you know, I want to get out of here. Right. And then prior to that, I'd gone down for work for the conservancy a couple times and like, or with current conservancy or with Ashton biological preserve where I was sitting at a table and that was before I even knew y'all. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to go down there and stay and actually have an experience. Oh you know, dude, we're going to have such a good hanging time. out of the, oh, the snakes and stogies cabana. That's there, it, buddy. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling for you, it. man, like hanging That's the out. Spot, like I love, I love the show. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, like at yeah. this point I don't go for the show. Right. Like exactly. I go, I go to see everybody and just like hang out and do the thing, you know, like it, it's so just like, it's that weekend to just like not give a fuck about anything else. Yep. You know, like nothing else matters. I just get to see all the homies that I never exactly. get to see any exactly. other time, you know? And it did. I'm, I'm so excited. I've been excited. Me and Justin are going to be crashing with a buddy of ours who we're very nice. thankful for Ben Frank. Thank you for letting us crash in your room for the weekend. Um, but yeah, no, that's we're we're super excited. And I do Daytona is like my highlight every year, man. Um, Absolutely. And I was gone when it wasn't even cool yet. So right? that's <laughs> yeah, like I remember I found out about it before I even what knew Justin. I I found out about it before I knew Justin and all that stuff and it sounded so cool. So, you know, I had a buddy in Ocala and I literally nice. for two for two years, I just stayed with my buddy in Ocala mm-hmm. over the weekend. And I just drove to the show, you know, Saturday and Sunday to hang out. I didn't know anybody didn't do anything. You know, I just walked around the show, you know, yeah. and but then I met Billy and Casey and everything is pitfalled from there. So, of course. Been great. No, man. no good comes from Billy Hunt. <laughs> no, dude, watch Billy. If you're gonna stay, if you're gonna stay in Daytona, all yeah. right, hear, hear me, hear me. Billy has gotten we've, me. We've both been victims. Drunk, oh no! Oh more, no! <laughs> more drunk than I care to admit, and he's sneaky about it. He's very nonchalant. Watch it, oh. dude. We get you fucked up. Okay, like he'll he'll do it, and you won't even know it. You won't even know it. Perfect. That's exactly what I need. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, if you're down for it, it's great. It's great. It'll, it'll be my my last big hoorah, and then after that, I gotta go sober for a couple months. So yeah, yeah, I feel that. But, yeah, man, it's a good time. I always look forward to it. Billy's also one of my favorite people to see, man. I fucking yeah. love that dude. He's like, I, I he's one of like the first people like outside of like you know as we started to grow billy was like one of the first person we were like yeah you belong with us yeah just bring, <laughs> like, bring him in here like come here buddy join our cult yeah 
I'll hold about it. Yeah, I love Billy to death, man. Dude, one of my best friends. He's a he's a great dude, and it's so funny, man. Like I have more friends in the reptile hobby and in Florida than I do here. Yeah, like you know, I have you know my I live with my best friend, and other than that, like I've got Justin here, and those pretty much make up the people that I hang out with. Yeah. You know, like Justin, the buddy I live with, my girlfriend, and then we go to Florida every year to <laughs> see everybody here. else. But that's great. Speaking of NPR earlier, shout mm-hmm. out to the Podfather and the gang for their 500th episode. Nice! Oh, wow, yeah, freaking that's awesome. cool, man. I, was, yeah. I started Dude. watching it. I got to finish it. Crazy. That's great, that man. Crazy. We can only hope to get to that point. I think we're, I think we're on the way. No doubt. If you no told, doubt. if you told us we'd be at what one sixty-seven, is that what we're at now? Yep. Yeah. If we, if you had told me three years ago or three and a half years ago now that we'd be on episode one hundred and sixty-seven with the old Derek Dykstra, I'd <laughs> be like, like, yeah, you're full of shit. Like, jeez, crazy man. Mm-hmm. But mm. only only forward progress, though. That's it. Needle that's one. Th- that's one thing I can say confidently. I feel like we've done. You know, like me aside, I have to put a lot of this. You know, credit towards Justin for you know this podcast. Everybody knows I took a I took a very long sabbatical for personal reasons. But like you know, these just. You know, ever I feel like every year we've grown. I mean, Justin, you send me, you know, the the plays, you know, all the time of you know it shows every year how we've slowly like almost doubled. It has doubled in plays every single year. year you know? Jeez, like that, that's, that's so cool. mind boggling. And for you to say like you're one, we're one of the first podcasts that you listen to. Yeah. Like that's uh, like yeah. what the fuck? Like what do you mean? <laughs> like that's. Uh, it's crazy, man. That's this whole this whole thing is just yep. wild, and I don't know. Beyond I'll, grateful for it, I do. I, I won't forget either because it was one of the first couple times I'd gone over to Cody's house, and he was listening to one of y'all's episodes. Oh no, shit! And um, I was That's like, what crazy. The, I, I was like, what the fuck is a podcast? <laughs> when these two random people get microphones and they decide to put it out on the internet, and people somehow find it and give. Yep, their yep. value, you know, valuable time towards. Yep. And, See, yeah. Justin and I cheated a little bit. We just like we shouted out the people that we liked in the hobby, and we tagged them, and we we're like, "Yeah, you yeah, have to to us exactly. Now, you bitches." <laughs> and then everybody was like, "Hey, you guys don't sound totally stupid," and it was <laughs> maybe like, a little bit, but not yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah exactly. you guys aren't complete idiots. So, <laughs> yeah, it was just kind of progressed from there. It's wild. I man. have thought about doing that where we like between episodes, we go back and listen to like some of the first ones and then go mm-hmm. over like things that we said that were like, what's up? <laughs> like, why would I even say that? And like how yeah. things have changed since, since those early episodes. I don't even want to go back and listen to those, man. Like that, just like I don't know. That just just thinking about it makes me cringe. <laughs> They're out there. They've already been listened to by thousands of people. You know, yeah. whatever. The damage is already done. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
I remember there was one, the intro was like you and I just like fucking around and like you made it, you made it way too long. And I was like, dude, what in the world? Like, yeah, this is those, not. Some of, those, some of those openers are pretty rough. Yeah. I was like, oh, you good. should not have done this. Cause I, like, there was a period where like the intro, like would kind of just be you and I talking beforehand. And there was like a couple that it was like a minute and a half. And it was like, yeah, this is too much. This is too long. Like I hate myself for this one. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, even then, even then, some of the episodes that I kind of like wish we could go back in time and like do differently mm-hmm. or redo entirely, which mm-hmm. there aren't many. Like mm-hmm. even when I go back and listen to them, I'm like, all right, it's not as bad as I remember. It. Yeah, mostly because there was there was alcohol involved. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> that episode that, with, be... that first episode with Phelan, like that was <laughs> one that I was like. Can we somehow? Oh, was that the one you got trashed? In? I don't remember. Oh, no, we were, I think all of us were except you. Yeah, there's only there's only there been was... like two, maybe three episodes that you got drunk in. Like me, like I got I got more fucked up than you did. But like people are people are used to that with me. Like I, I do the show, you know, somewhat buzzed most of the time. But like you, you're pretty much sober all the time. So whenever you get a little buzzed, it's very entertaining. And there's been like three episodes that you got kind of buzzed in, so it was. It's, yeah, it's that, been very. That it was one very... Was definitely one of them. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. But I, I don't I'm know. Like I said, I went back and listened to it, and I was like, "This, this isn't as bad, as rough as I remember it being." But, dude, speaking of know. drinking, drinking on the pod, there was one episode I did. I can't remember if it was THP or Snakes and Stogies, but after it ended, and I stood up, I was like. <laughs> Fuck! I slept oh, on the fuck. bathroom floor for a couple hours. Oh, <laughs> no, man. It was rough, <laughs> dude. I think it was our first one with Brandon Wheeler. Yeah, like, Wheeler. Dude, Wheeler yeah. was freaking toasted, dude. I was too. That 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 first episode, I, me and Wheeler were both fucking just wasted. <laughs> and even my parents like said something. They're like, "Y'all cursed like a lot." And I was like, "I'm sorry." Like, <laughs> oh, like mom. every other word was the f word, and I'm like, "Yeah, okay." It's not a phase, mom. <laughs> Shut up, mom. <laughs> Who cares? It's because you bullied me in school. (laughs) (laughs) You created this. Oh god. Yeah, no. So we did a we did a re a redo with Wheeler after that one because we got a couple complaints. And that was that one was much more smooth, you know, but Mm -hmm. no, no, that was that was fun. What are you doing? I think some of my favorite episodes of y'all's from early on were the one with Jack Vicente because I love Jack. Yeah, and man. That was a great episode. That I was realized. one for sure where I was like, Jake, we're having Vicente on. Don't do anything dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not drinking. We're not doing anything. This is like a grown up yeah. episode. Yeah, no, and I've I've tightened up a lot since the early days. Like there was fun, there was a couple episodes I was like, yeah, party, you know. But ever since, I've been like, yeah. all right, like, you know, like I've I've grown up a bit. Like yeah, I, I've grown up a bit through the podcast, you know. Especially after my sabbatical, there was a lot that like yeah. when I came oh, yeah. when I came back, a lot changed, you know. And you I don't was know what you got until it's gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was a very, no I was a very different person when I came back to the podcast that year. Like a lot of nobody really knows what went on during that year, and you know that's you know for 
for I say for, it's got to be that way sometimes, you know. Yeah, you know, it's just like it is what it is, you know, yep. and like that I went through some very life changing experiences, and you know, I think it's it's for the better, and I came back, you know, a better a better podcaster, a better host, and you know, a better keeper at the end of the day. Yeah, it, so. And that's the that's the big thing, man. We like yeah. I know I for one am glad glad you're back. Glad you made. Yeah, it through. thank you. you. You got you got through. You're on the other side of it, man. Because. <laughs> There were there were points where I'm like, you know what, I really like Phil, but I hope Jake's coming back. <laughs> yeah, I know. And that's what I heard. Like everybody loves Phil to death, you know. Oh, everybody yeah. loves Phil. He's like, he's one of my favorite people on the fucking planet, dude. That I'm dude fucking is boy, like, man. That Hell dude yeah. is that dude is a brother, but like people would check in and like and it made me feel good because like there was like such a long period that I was like, man, like everybody's gonna forget about me oh, like everybody no. probably likes phil more than me he's, <laughs> he's better than me on the podcast like i probably don't even need to come back but then like there was this like few people there like hey man like just want to check in on you we miss you on the show like yeah, you know man. we just like we want to hear you back soon and like dude, once i came back like the the flood of people that were like, dude, it was so great to hear her voice. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Like, oh, man. Yeah, that's like, what I said too. <laughs> really? <laughs> great. He's back. Yeah, like, fuck. I actually, it felt weird because I was like, it was like telling Phil goodbye, even though I already talked yeah. to him and hang out with him. Like, what's <laughs> yeah, like, it's not going to be the same, Phil. Like, I oh, man. And I almost felt bad because I was like, you know, dude, like, I hope you don't no. think that I feel like Phil like, knew from the beginning. Like, Phil even told yeah. me, he's like, when Jake comes back, let me know. And I think actually Phil was kind of relieved to, to yeah. go back yeah. once a week. Like, I could kind of, when I told him that, that you were coming back, he's like, oh, good. And I was like, yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, he was out like the next episode, like yep. my first episode back. I was like, "Can Phil be there, please?" Because like I don't know how to do this. I anymore. feel bad, oh, you God. know. And Phil would after that. Phil was just like, "Yeah, fuck you. You got this now." And yeah, it's been. I don't know. I say I. I think I've been more reliable ever since. Like ever since I oh, came yeah. back, you know, I'm more reliable than I have been ever before. So well, I was actually surprised that Phil and I could do a show twice a week and not oh god have dude, covered is... the same thing. Like we yeah, actually did impressive. a pretty good job of keeping that separation yeah. of like the two shows and like the overall Jeez. sort of sort of vibe of them. I guess. Yeah. Because I was like, man, this is gonna be. Be tough, man. Like, I was gone so long, y'all came up with your own intro. Like, right? That was, that right. Was well, I was like, I can't me. have Jake on the intro, and then like, yeah, it be no, no, and then people like, like I wait, I thought I, I, I thought totally get here. it, I totally get it. But like, the first time I listened to the episode, and like, Phil the was hell? in the intro, I was like, God damn it, like. I've really screwed the pooch on this one, you know. No, I did it for continuity purposes. No, no, one hundred percent. I don't blame you. Because it was also all. like Christmas time. It just hurt. Like, it just hurt time me to start working bit. on the new intro. And so I was like, okay, if, I, that's. I think I even messaged you and was like, "When are you coming back?" And you're like, "I don't, I don't know." And I was like, I "Okay." It's like, well then, yeah. Phil, we're making an intro. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a very. Uh, 
very dark period in my life. That the night is a very dark time for me. That I don't really want to go. <laughs> that I don't really want to go back to. Like that. Like actually, Derek, the other day you posted something. You're like, I'm depressed. So here's a cool snake eating. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. God damn it, I resonate with that way too much. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck. Like you know. Nothing cures like... my sadness like sacrificing small mammals. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. No. So it's my like, urge yeah, to kill dude. dwindles. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm doing the world a favor. <laughs> you know, but at the end of the day, though, man, like I think, you know, like when you're going through shit, you know, that's all. It's it's like a good, it's a good reset, and it puts things in perspective. Yep. You know, like you don't the term you don't know what you have till it's gone. Like I've never known how real that oh, was yeah. till I didn't have yeah. my podcast anymore. Like when this was not a part of my life. I never knew how real that term was, you know, like I felt lost, you know, that year of being just MIA was like, I felt like a shell of myself, you know, like, like I wanted to fucking die, dude. Like it yep. sucked. Like yep. I hated my life. I hated everything. Like, I, you know, if, if you don't want me to come back, I understand. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Dude? I was like, I told you from, from day one, dude, your seat would was, be here when you came back. Like, I was so depressed. Like, what do you think? Like, I'm just going to be like, fuck you, Jake. You abandoned me. Like, I was like, I told Phil. Phil already knew because like, as soon as it started, I was like, I need you to fill in. I don't know how long it's going to be for, but basically, like, I need you to <laughs> fill in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Phil was like, okay. He's like, is Jake cool with it? And I was like, he yeah, asked like, at the it. same time, I was like, Jake's busy. Like, Jake's doing his own thing. Like, Jake's got yeah, stuff going sure. on. So it's like, I'm making the executive decision. I need a co-host, and you're yep. it. And, like, he's like, okay. He's like, but as soon as Jake comes back, like, let me know. I'm gone. Yeah. It's like, okay. And then it yeah. just flat and like fast fast forward, like, 12 months. Jake's like, can I yeah. come back? Am I still, am I still? I'm like, yeah, dude, come on. Like, you're yep. right here. Your mic's still here. Like, <laughs> Do oh, like, yes. you think I just like kicked you out? Like, Jake's oh, got stuff going on in his personal life. This is horse shit. I hope I never see him again. Yeah, that's, <laughs> no, it that's, was like, and it's like, sad because like that's really where I was at. Like, I was oh, at the that point to where, rough, man. dude, it was bad. I was like, man, like Phil knows more than me. He's just like he's probably more fun to talk to. I was like, Justin probably doesn't even want my ass back on the show because I suck, you know, and nobody else wants me here. Just blah, you know. And it was just like a whole thing, but like. There Coming, coming like, back and having Justin being like, yeah, dude, like, come on, you know, and then like my first episode back, like, dude, I had so many people just reach out and be like, dude, it was so good to hear your voice. And I'm like, oh, God, like, I love you guys. Like, <laughs> That's you know, awesome, and it's just like it was so great to come back to. And like, yeah, that was like that was probably the hardest year of my life not having the show. Is- but like. There was points like before you left where like you bail like last minute like an hour yeah. before start recording. I was like this motherfucker. Yeah, like dude. I was, <laughs> I was like dead. And then finally, like, yeah, man, it's like I'm, I'm taking a break. I was like, okay. Yeah, that and that, and that's why because like it was it got so bad because it was like 
I kept having to cancel like last mm-hmm. minute. And I'm like, I'm the shittiest person ever. Like for doing this to him week after week. Like I just, I need, I need to like forward. officially take a break. Like I need to just be gone for like a little while. So he doesn't have to keep doing this. Like that was, it's that bad. Was before I had more context into like what yeah. he was dealing with and right. what was going on after that. I was like, Oh, okay. That makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah. But I was just no. he's like canceled like forty five minutes before start recording. Like, bitch. God damn it. God damn but, it. I mean <laughs> Dude, and that was literally like when I canceled forty five minutes early, that was four hours of me being like, I can do it. I can do yeah. it. It'll be fine. Yeah. I'll be there. I'll be there. Then it was like I'm I'm gonna fucking like if I if I do go on the show, it's gonna be even worse than me not being there. So, you know, like, what's what's the point? <laughs> to being able to, you know, take that step back and be like, you know what? The best decision for me right now is to take this break. Because yeah. a lot of people just, you know, it, it, it's a difficult decision to make. Yeah. And for you to be able to step back and be like, look, I'm just not in the right place right now and actually do something to fix that. It's awesome, dude. Yeah, dude, and it was hard, and it's bad because, like, I still remember the day I sent Justin the mm-hmm. message saying I wasn't going to be on for a while. Yeah. I remember exactly where I was. I was at work. I remember the exact job site that I was at that yeah. I don't even have anymore, yeah. you know, but it's like I remember sitting in my truck and, like, almost in tears typing out this message to Justin to Justin mm-hmm. that I, like, I have to take a sabbatical, you know, yeah. and it was like... <laughs> It was legit. Like you laugh, but dude, that was. I laughed because I fully expected that message to show up at some point. Because I was when you said, I was like, "Yeah, that's fine." Like, yeah, dude. Right. All right, cool. I'm I'm sitting there like halfway in the end of the world, like in tears. Like, oh my god, like I sent this message. I think I was at the cigar shop. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Let me know when you're back. Yeah, and then that, even that, I was like, he doesn't even care. Like, he doesn't want me. Like, no, I had a I had a very strong hunch that that was going to be the case at some point or another. Like I could sense that it was it was coming. So he told me I was like, yeah, okay, there it is. Yeah, Yeah, no, and that was just like that was literally like after two months of me bailing all the time, and I was like, this isn't fair to him. You don't understand how weirded out Phil was though. Like Phil really felt like he was stepping on toes. Phil was like, dude, this. He's like, I really. Like, I don't are you sure Jake's cool with it? Are you sure Jake's cool with it? Are you sure Jake's cool with it? I'm like, Yeah, I was like, but Jake's not asking you to do it. I am like <laughs> Jake's dealing with what he's dealing with. Yeah. Like, you're just you're you're stepping in. You're the best person yeah, I know to I fill gl- in. I was glad he was able to do it and he but was, he was like to do it. Dude, for the first first handful of weeks, he's like like do I need to message Jake and make sure he's okay with it? Do I need to like Phil was like legitimately concerned that you'd be like yeah. really upset with him or something? No, like y'all, it, like y'all, it's a fucking podcast. Like, we're, yeah. it's like Jesus Christ, are we gonna nah, like, put on our nightgowns, crack open a tube of cookie dough, and talk it out? Like, what are we doing? Yeah, right? Right? <laughs> like, yeah that was the thing, man. Because like, and it did. Because like, it was like that was so painful, dude. Like, because. You know, at that point, we had been going long enough for me to feel like, you know, THP was kind of like our baby. Oh, you know, it was like it was our thing, you know, and it was like for me to have to give it up for, you know, a year. And I I didn't think it would be a year. I thought it was going to be like a month or two or three, you know, at most. 
you know, but all of a sudden a year had gone by and like, I literally found myself like literally at the point of like, I either need to get back to what I do or I'm, or I'm going to die. Like, this is not like, I can't live like this anymore. You know, like it was, it was so bad, you know? And then like actually being able to come back, it was like, okay. Like it, it's, everything's okay again. Everything's all right in the world. Like That's know? what it like, was too. It was like, I was, I was like, Jake's going to figure out whatever he needs to figure out. He can take yeah. as much time as he needs yeah. to. Like he'll come back. It may not be next week. It may not be next month, but whatever. Like he's working out whatever he's got to do. It's all good. Like yeah. things are being held down. His spots mm -hmm. here. And I told you that from the beginning. I told you that when you at the end, like, yeah, you did that. that your mic and your like, chair are still here. Like that yeah. hasn't gone anywhere. Like that's yeah. Cause that was something I stressed like for like from the get go. I was like, you know, I still want to come back. Like this isn't mm -hmm. like, I want to be gone forever. Like, you know, this is a huge part of my life. And you know, and like, honestly, dude, thank you for always being willing to be like, yeah, dude, it's here whenever you want it. And sure enough, like the first episode back, I was like, hey, dude, like, I want to come on in two weeks. Like, I'm ready to get going again. And he was like, all right, come on, you know, and right. it was right back in the driver's seat as soon as I said something. And, you know, it was almost like weird because I almost felt bad that I was like pulling the rug yeah. under from Phil. Like, no, hey, like I said, I'm back. Like, towards you know, the end, I think it Phil seemed was... like it was more like a relief for him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I didn't feel as bad. Like, I, yeah. I, not that it was like detrimental to the, the show at any point, but I could definitely tell Phil was kind of like, this is, this two shows a week is tough. And I mean, That's, for me, yeah. it was like, whatever. I don't, That's you know, rough. it's all good. But yeah. Um, just I mean, his his work schedule was a little more chaotic than than mine, even at the at the time. But you know, I was like, whatever. And so when I told him, he's like, okay, good, yeah, good. You know, yeah, yeah. It was definitely nice to be welcomed back with open arms. I was low key. I was low key worried about like I'm people sure. being like, where'd I'm Phil sure. go? You know, like who's this blonde? Well, fuck? people get their fix you know, for, like, for him on their on Mondays. So. Yeah. And that's what everybody said. They were like, you know, we love Phil, but you know, it feels like another snakes and stogies, you know, yeah. which is like, which everybody loves snakes and stogies, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, well, the, the so two shows are so like, Dude, so whenever different, there's, but whenever similar. There's, you know? Whenever there's not a snakes and stogies, people like freak out. They're like, "What do you mean there's no live stream this week?" You know, right? like, yeah. like I'm sorry, it's it. Valentine's Day, and we're yeah. spending time with our significant others. Like, yeah, my apologies. So, like, whenever Unacceptable. I, whenever I came back, I was like, "Man, people are gonna be like, where'd Phil go?" You know, like, I'd do a show every damn night if I could, man. Yeah, freaking love this so, show. Um, Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, man, being like, and it's weird because, like, we're literally, it's July now. So we're just now coming up on a year of me being back, like, regularly. Nice. And that's, Is I it mean, really? I yeah, it's just now coming up on a year. Mm. Um, I think the end of July will be a year that I've been back on the show, like, on a weekly basis. I think in the year, I've only missed one episode because I had COVID and I was super sick. Yeah. Um, I, think that's the only, I think that's the only time I've missed an episode. I've had that shit, like, three past. times. You can stop me. But you never tested positive for COVID. <laughs> what do you mean? I did. <coughs> you did? Yeah, I remember <coughs> I, I had it. Last oh. year, beginning of last year, kicked my ass, dude. I had it twice. It was not pl not pleasant. 
I'm like one of those guys though, where it's like I got to be like damn near on my deathbed for me to bail on this shit. Like, right. yeah, I look at it the same way as as like musicians and stuff do. It's like I don't care yeah. if I got like a hundred ten degree fever. Like the show fucking goes on, man. <laughs> the and show goes. I on. can, I can, I can be a bitch after the show. <laughs> I don't, I don't care that my finger. I can, cr- off. I can cry later. <laughs> <laughs> Pain is weakness leaving the body. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Because <laughs> even Katie, sometimes she's like, you know, you should, you should probably not do it tonight. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm, I'm doing it. COVID be damned. I might have Ebola. I'm still going to be doing this shit. That's right. Yeah. It's like there's, it's like there's, there's people want, people want to show, man. People want to podcast. I mean, you do, you do it every week with AIDS, so like, I don't know. Right. <laughs> Doesn't stop me before. <laughs> No. Magic Johnson beat that shit, so can I. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. That's what gets you the AIDS, that Magic Johnson song. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard oh. that. That's good. Uh, yeah, I like that one. That's good. Oh. Justin knows all too well about that. Uh-huh. Well, on that note, we are going to have Pia on again once they get their yes. internet stuff worked out so we can dive more into the upcoming Reptile Preservation Party. Derek, do you have the, the details on that for, for folks for it yes. coming up? Absolutely. Let me go ahead and put that out there because uh, I don't want to pull it up on my phone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, Reptile Preservation Party is coming up. It's the an annual fundraiser event. Um, all the proceeds go to conservation work for, you know, uh, land conservation and working with species in Montana cloud forests. Really awesome stuff. Um, Pia will be able to, you know, dive into that a, little, a lot more deeper than I can. But just for anyone who's interested, uh, ticket sales are live. You can find them through Eventbrite and RPI will be sharing the links and stuff as well moving forward. So you guys just keep an eye on their social media accounts and you'll be able to see that link to go purchase tickets. Tickets are $25 if you plan on coming and being there in person and attending the event. If you cannot make it, there is a virtual option for $10. You still get the opportunity to uh, virtually sit in on all of the keynote speakers that will be there just giving presentations on some of the work that they're doing. Um, Event kicks off at 4 p.m. and will run until 10 p.m. There's going to be uh, tours of the facilities. Like I already said, there's going to be speakers First 25 uh, in-person tickets sold will also receive a Don't Kill My Buzz pint glass. Um, Speakers, tours. Uh, There is going to be an auction. Um, That's how between ticket sales and the auction, that's how they're going to be raising money for this event. Um, And then if you can't make it and just want to donate, there is a GoFundMe link as well that I will make sure uh, RPI gets posted up, but that's just the gist of it. It's the Thursday before Daytona. If you plan on coming down anyways, you know, maybe make some adjustments and come down for that extra day, come kick it at RPI. I will say, I know there hasn't been an event there since the last Southeast carpet fest. A lot has changed. Yeah. yeah, and, I, yeah. And, I, and I'll say guys, like even before the big change, RPI has had like, visiting their facility is is incredible like they have snakes from all around the world they have some really really incredible animals so i can only i haven't seen it since they've really updated when it as as rpi but like before rpi 
they were amazing. I can only imagine now. So if you have the time and the opportunity to go, please do. Because it is, it is really beneficial and it will really be a privilege to go and check out some of the animals that they yeah. have. It is truly it's, incredible. It is. They, they do, Coding Pia do great work. Um, I'm honored to be friends with them and to have them as mentors and to work at that mm. facility. As Jake just said, there are animals from all over the world, you know, all kinds of cobras, Asiatic, African cobras. You've got all kinds of bittus, everything from gaboons to puffs to parves, just every species of mamba, every species of taipan. And even some of our local rattlesnakes. Like, even, exactly. Like everything yeah. you could think of. They have species you've probably never even heard of there. You know, yeah. It's an incredible place. And then now we've got outdoor crocodilian exhibits. It's just, yeah. it's constantly growing, constantly evolving. And it's just, it's an awesome place to go. And, and dude, I mean, Cody, like, his his craziness aside, like I yeah. love Cody, but the dude's fucking wild. But yeah, at is. the same time, Cody is literally one of the best venomous handlers in in the industry. No like doubt. keepers bar, in general, man. Bar, I mean, look no. at oh, yeah. the amount of the amount of bar detail none. and attention he, yes. he puts into just the enclosures and stuff. And alone. just and just oh, the yeah. amount of professionalism he puts into handling these things and like the precautions that he has with with them like yep. he is cody is bar none one of the best venomous keepers in the world without a doubt and you will not you will not be disappointed with how he maintains his collection he is he's an incredible keeper and he and he, he he's just on he's on a whole nother level like he's, it, yeah, it's it, incredible and if if you've never been to the facility and you, you know you weren't there for the last carpet fest if you go back and listen to podcasts that recapped carpet fest everyone was talking about the facility for yeah weeks afterwards and it's it's only gotten better and it's crazy because like it's literally like it's not it's not some massive building that takes no. you 20 no. minutes to walk through like it's not it's not like some huge it's some huge thing it's literally it's their house you know yep. like their house is dedicated to this facility and it's it's incredible like it it's is. a small space like at least you know before before the outdoor croc enclosures yeah, and all that yeah. like it was literally just in their house but just that is amazing in and of itself but now like i can only imagine and so mm -hmm. like you that that 25 dollar fee is not wasted i can not i can promise you that it's cheaper it's cheaper than going to any of your basic aquariums and it's better <laughs> so like i can yeah. tell you that it's cheaper and it's way better so yeah, you will not incredible. be wasting your your time or money on going and seeing their facility and you get the cool opportunity of like you get to go and see this facility and the people who own it and run yeah. it are there talking mm -hmm. yeah you and you're engaging with them not just like someone who's working there part-time seasonally you know it's it's real deal legit the people who started yeah. it from the ground up you know yeah talk to cody and you'll find out real quick oh yeah oh yeah he he runs the show over there and you know he does a he does a jam up job man it's it's crazy and it's so funny like talking to the people who like, you know, cause there are several people that we know every year that like crash over there. Yeah. But, like yeah. their price, their price for crashing is to help out with stuff going on. If you're like, oh, man, no Cody sent me to the rap barn all day the other day. And I'm like, that's, yep. that's just how it goes, man. It's the price like, of admission. 
that's you want to you want to be a part of it like that's where you start you start in the rap barn like Derek I know you know all about that rap barn <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah oh man I'd go over so, thinking I'm gonna work snakes surprise we're working yeah, rats all day surprise motherfucker <laughs> like you spraying out tubs like. yeah exactly yeah, but that's where you start, man. It I mean, is. that's just that's just how it works, you know. And I and I respect that a lot about Cody mm-hmm. because it's not just like, you know, it's not just keeping a bunch of, you know, flashy snakes. It's getting down into into the nitty-gritty and dealing with the rodents and you know, it's not just all the flashy shit that you can take pictures of and post on Black social media for a earned. bunch of likes. Exactly. 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 You know, and Cody's a triple black belt, so you're going to have to get there. Like, that's, it takes a while, you know, and I don't know. So, the definitely. Black if, and pink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, if you have time, definitely, definitely check out. Definitely. Check out that event before uh, for Daytona on Thursday. It'll be definitely a great time. Absolutely. Which Justin, I was talking to Pia beforehand. We need to talk to her about possibly heading there on Thursday and yeah, and all that stuff. We might be able to work something out with them. So we'll figure. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Yeah, I'll talk to them. We're not right. Cool, Derek. If people. Want to ask you about this RPP? Yeah. How do how do they do so? There, there are plenty of plenty if of they, options. If they haven't figured this out already, because you've, I think you're actually in like the top five people we've had on the most. Yeah. Oh, that's an honor. That's all right. <laughs> Hell yeah. You should do this more often. I need to get up there a little more. Yeah, so anyone who wants to reach out, contact me, ask me questions about the Reptile Preservation Party because you're down with RPP. Um, hey, you know me. <laughs> hey, hey. Um, you can, Instagram is my social media platform of choice. Uh, if you want to reach out to me and my non-reptile stuff, I'm Crotalus Cowboy. Uh, if you want to see the snakes I keep, it's Apex Arboreals, or if you want to reach out on Facebook and just be friends, it's my name, Derek Dykstra, and I am always happy to return messages. So We just call him the Ofri Daddy. Ofri Daddy, that's it. Ofri that's Daddy. It. <laughs> Check the logo. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> Dude, I've been I've loved seeing some of your posts about just Thanks, like some man. of the different venomous you be keeping, man. Like I love your setups. Like I love everything you do. Like, you, like when he started I, selling I a bunch this. of stuff, I was like, oh shit, what happened, Derek? Yeah. Nah, man, I'm just I'm Ball's going doing, yeah. going harder into the Ophriacus. I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah, it, it was an opportunity that I, I could was worried. <laughs> I was scared for a minute, and I was like, yeah. okay, no, I'd be doing the same thing. Yeah. yeah <laughs> It's definitely been the right decision. Like I, yeah. I, I've cut back on a lot of different species I was keeping, but with the way things have gone with the collection, with the room, I'm oh god, I'm I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled, and I think I have a lot of that. To, I have Cody to thank a lot of that for because number wise, it's not super big, but the way I keep things, I took a lot from the, his style of keeping. Yeah. Um, and because I got the experience working with like a bunch of different animals, like most people first venomous, they want something like a gaboon, you know, I got to work with those and decide, you know what, they're cool. They're beautiful. I don't want those. And you know, I'm able to really hone in on the species that I know I'm interested in. So it's cool. And honestly like that, you know, I know we're about to finish up, but like that, I feel like that speaks to like the whole Florida laws thing of having to have several, you know, a thousand hours of training. 
I feel like that speaks to like learning of like what yeah. you actually want to keep because like yeah. you put in all those hours of not actually keeping them be like, ah, you know, I don't really yeah. want to keep all the elaborates. Like those exactly. are kind of crazy. So I'm going to go on the more Viper side of things. Mm -hmm. And you're like, ah, I don't like the big pit Vipers. So let's yep. move into like yep. the little smaller tree Vipers, you know, and like yep. that's, I feel like, you know, obviously that's going back to the beginning of this episode. Is there any like, other move to make? That that type of stuff, like that just plays into why these yes. Florida laws aren't all so bad. You know, like Agreed. having the Agreed. hours of training, like that really puts things in per into perspective of like what you want no to doubt. keep. No doubt. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been a great episode, man. Thank you so much for Hell coming yeah. on. This is always, it's always a pleasure talking to you, man. I, I love for sure. on episode and I, can't, can't wait to see you in Daytona, man. I'm, I'm looking stoked. forward to it. I, I love, I love hanging out with y'all boys and I love being yeah, on man. the show. So anytime, anytime y'all, y'all want me to call me late night booty call. I'm here. <laughs> late night. <laughs> the best booty call. call we can call boys. <laughs> When I need my Ofriekas fix, there's no other person I go to. I'm like, I need pictures and stuff of Ofries. Yeah. That's the guy. So, but once again, time. once again, this show is brought to you by blackboxcages.com. If you want to find your cage or rack, go ahead, check them out. Best of the best. I got Best well, of the best. See, I've, got, the rest. I've got four different racks in a cage from them right here sitting in the room with me, and they are barting on the best. And once you're done checking out all them cages and racks, go ahead and check out Steve Sanctuary Hot Sauce. Get yourself some hot sauce. Very tasty, very good, very hot. If you enjoy some hot sauce, you will not be disappointed. And once you're done with all the hot sauce, you can set those bottles up in a pretty display you can have some cool uh cool figurines to, to have out there memorabilia oh, yeah. with some cool snake stuff on it very cool i you still tell have your my grandkids bottles. about it yeah great grandkids and your great yes. great great grandkids and then once you have those up for display in your snake room or your house you can go ahead and buy some more to actually use again because it is it is fantastic. rumor has it if you have every bottle in your room, it brings you good luck during the ah, season. That's that's not that's not a myth. The not five myth. the five rings. Yep, big mm -hmm. facts. So go ahead and check them out. Um, but uh, yeah, thank every, thank you everybody for uh, checking out this episode of the Herpeticulture Podcast. It's been right. a fun one. Absolutely. We'll be back for Snakes and Stogies on Monday night at nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and we'll be back. Snakes next are hatching. Week. I'm gonna have some stuff available here soon. Um, some I corn. Need two, some I need two females. I some corn. Some Dion's. Don't fuck me over, Smitty. <laughs> Don't not now fuck me. Now over. you're really not getting any. What are you gonna do with the two <laughs> males? I. What am I doing with two males? I need two females to go with these two males. Oh, are you going? Are you, you going for two point two? I mean, if you'll give me 2.2, I will. But if 2. not, 1. I mean, if two point, if I, if you give me 2.1, 2.1 is going to turn into 1.1 because I don't need, I don't need to be male heavy. Look. So, like. Well, you're in luck because this last clutch was 5.8. So exactly, that's why I'm saying, like, if you can give me two females, I will graciously, greatly appreciate it. <laughs> Because I would love to have some variety. Because the two males I have, like, that's why I, when I thought they were a pair. That's why I was glad. Because they're very different 
on the spectrum. This whole so clutch like, is different from last year's. That's what's so interesting. So now, yeah, exactly. So it's now the same I need damn, two but females. That's why I need two females to go with these two males to really change things up. Like, mom, dude, I'm working with you on this. All right, we live in the same county. Like, we live like 20 minutes away from each other. Like, you know, I'm I'm doing nothing but helping you with this. Scenario. I live five minutes from the gas station. So, they don't give me nothing for free. Well, I'm not. I'm not. Did I say I wanted it for free? <laughs> did I say I wanted it for free? No, motherfucker. Well, Fuck I was you. gonna give it to you for free, but now I've changed my mind. I'll Oof. give you. I'll give you some cash. Come on, man. Five hundred bucks. <laughs> These lo- 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 the yeah, super I, secret locality. You know what? I'll go catch my own buddy. Oh, actually, now oh, that now that, okay. now that I think okay. about it, now that I think about it, <laughs> good luck. Yeah, you well, know how it goes. Hey, man, I had literally two people send me corn snakes today. I know. Don't pictures, remind me. I didn't so. even look at those pictures for very long because it hurt my soul. Dude, that one, my so my mom sent me a picture of one today that she found, oh, and like, dude, the saddles on that thing, I was like, oh my god, like, why didn't you call me before? Becky? Like, it was, oh my god, it's incredible. I wish this Tesla would come back out. I'm watching him right now. <laughs> Get your ass out of that egg, man. Come on. <laughs> But thank you, Derek, for uh, coming on this episode and chatting with us. Very sorry Pia couldn't uh, join us the whole episode because their Wi-Fi is uh They're kind of trash. in the middle of nowhere. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very limited Wi-Fi selections when you live where they do. So mm-hmm. We will see everybody Monday night. Yep. If you're listening to this, have a good morning, have a good day, have a good evening, wherever you may be. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. Later. Got to do Phil's. Phil's bye. Bye. Bye.